Foods and Milfs. I'm your host, Amanda. And I am Ella, and you are entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. This is an X-Files rewatch podcast. We rewatch the X-Files, we talk about it, and this is my first time watching it. And this is my fourth time watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is my fourth time watching the movie. Mm. Under or over? Maybe under. Uh, I think sense. I think this might be my second or third. Third, maybe mm. third. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Interesting. So you watched the whole show without watching the movie? I guess. Maybe yeah. that's not true. Fascinating. But it doesn't matter. It matters to me. Well, and it matters to our listeners. It doesn't. And it matters to God. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll take it up with him later. Okay. I guess. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, tonight is a very exciting night. And the beginning of what I assume is going to be a very long episode. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll be here until 3 a.m. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> um, we are talking about the movie, the either The X-Files or The X-Files Fight the Future. Unclear. Depending on how you would like to refer to it. Yes. That's your right. Mm-hmm. Why did they assign me to you in the first place, Mulder? To debunk your work, to rein you in, to shut you down. But you saved me. As difficult and as frustrating as it's been sometimes, your goddamn strict rationalism and science have saved me a thousand times over. You kept me honest. You made me a whole person. I owe you everything. Scully, you owe me nothing. I don't know if I want to do this alone. I don't even know if I can. And if I quit now, they win. All right. This movie, mm-hmm. I have to change every. Uh, my God. So this is too much change I'm so for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> the movie was released on June 19th, 1998. The story was written by Chris Carter and Frank Spotnitz, uh, but the screenplay was by Chris Carter alone. Oh. And hmm. the movie was directed by our beloved Killing Kids Ain't Cool, Bobby Bowman. Interesting turn. <laughs> <laughs> just just wanted to drop that in there yeah. for no particular yeah, reason. Yeah, he did, he did just, say that once. Just saying. Hmm. Uh, the film takes place in Texas, Maryland, Washington, D.C., England, uh, and... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Antarctica and Tunisia. Don't We're forget just, about Tunisia. We're going all over the place. Globe-trotting film over Ooh, here. People all over the world are watching The X-Files. <laughs> That's what I learned last week. drinking their little coffees. Uh-huh. But only in Cairo and Paris. Yes, That's it. The only two places. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. And a short plot synopsis. The film takes place between seasons five and six. The X-Files have been shut down and Mulder and Scully are dealing with a terrorist threat. However, when a government building is destroyed, Mulder is approached by a mysterious and unpleasant doctor who reveals that there is more to the bomb than meets the eye. Mulder and Scully's investigations lead to the discovery of several secret installations and the true nature of the relationship between the alien colonists and the syndicate. Nice. Whew, that was a long one. Whew. All right. Good work. Have they ever called them the syndicate on screen yet? No, they have not. Okay. Okay. Do they call them the syndicate on screen in this? No. No, no I'm just wondering because, oh, you know, they say yeah, it like yeah. you know who they are. I don't think they have. I mean, I guess they don't 
call him the well manicured man on screen either. So no. that's fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. All well, right. is it time? Are we ready to jump into the meat of the movie? I am the so ready. The popcorn meat. Yeah. Yum yum. Right. Crunch it up. The slimy up. popcorn meat. <laughs> <sighs> Eat some uh, junior mints. Junior mints. Some some well manicured mints. Twizzlers. <laughs> some Twizzlers. I was trying to think of things that you did in a movie. I thought you were saying junior mint because junior's in the movie. Oh, oh. I thought it was a, see the, I thought mm. it was a little little joke. No. Wow. Well, it was right. serious. Okay. Actually. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Thank you. Well. <sighs> All right. Are we ready to jump in? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Let's jump in. THX logo. Wow. Oh, we're really we starting at the beginning. <laughs> Okay. Now I just got excited because it's like a movie, you know. Sure. Yeah. We get the we get the twentieth century Fox mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Yeah. It's big. Um we got a the credit sequence is like undulating black oil. I kinda liked it. Which was pretty cool. Was spooky. Yeah. So that we're like, oh, black oil's gonna be part of it. I think I said, Wow, I forgot about black oil when I was predicting things mm-hmm. that I thought would happen in the movie. Yeah. Probably should have remembered that, but that's Probably. okay. Whatever. But now you've remembered. Yeah. The X Files. We, unless you have anything else to say on the credits. Nope. The first scene is uh, two figures emerging from some whiteout blizzard conditions, and we're like, oh my god, it's got to be Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And we get a funny, <laughs> hilarious joke off to a good start on this movie where we reveal that it is in North Texas. Huh? It's snow. What? Oh, 35,000 BC. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Huh? It's funny. Anyway, so these two cavemen go into a cave, they fight an alien. It's pretty spooky. At the end. I don't know. How, how much detail can we and should we go into? Um, I don't know. I did like when they go into the cave, it's like the 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 opening looks like an X. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of oh. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they had like fun. their like torches that mm-hmm. were they were using them like yeah, that's true. flashlights. Mm-hmm. This is this is proto Mulder and Skelly, is what we're saying. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um these you could tell these cave people had blistering sexual tension. Oh, I was waiting. Mm-hmm. And Clark then, and Glorp. Oh, Love Clark. story for the ages. It's so sad that was it Clark that dies? Um I th- I think it was Glorp. Glorp dies. Okay. Uh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's so tragic. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um I think it's also bold that they're starting off their giant X Files movie with just a bunch of cave people. Hell yeah. They're like, we know what the people want and we're not gonna give it to them. I know. I love it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it's set up that black oil was on planet Earth yeah. 35,000, 37,000 years ago. Yes. Uh, that it is under North Texas and, uh oh, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they made the aliens look scarier for the movie. Yeah. They're like, they looked more like the aliens from Alien yeah. um, than our beloved small green yeah or small gray fellows yeah i assume the nerds are still in space and they're like the little scrawny guys <laughs> yeah I and think then so. these cool buff guys are the ones who are <laughs> pumping iron on earth mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i guess so because like those other guys don't usually come to earth very often so it makes sense yeah i guess hmm. yeah anyway <laughs> He gets ta- Clark gets taken over by black oil. Yeah, did you say sucks. that? Oh no, I did not. <laughs> okay. no. I said there was black oil involved. I think, but okay. yes. Oh, what was the other guy's name? Glorp. Glorp dies. Uh, Clark is infected with black oil. It's very sad. Yeah, we cry. Yeah, yeah. Um, smash cut to a boy falling through a hole in the ground. Um, his name is Stevie. 
Um, all his friends are looking down in the hole. They're asking him if he's okay. He's probably not okay because he's in an X-Files hole. <laughs> not a good start. No, no, no. And he's not a main character. No, he is R. not. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. So Stevie explores the cave. He finds a cool, like, human skull. It looks like it has, like, worm holes in it or something. Yeah. That's pretty, probably fine. Pretty evil. Um, he says there's, like, bones all over the place. He seems very excited. Um, when, oh my god, what happens? But the black oil starts welling up out of the ground. It oozes up over his legs. It takes him over. Oh my god. Um, we get our plinky alien music. Uh, one of my favorite themes. It's so good. It's fun. Um, and then, yeah, you know, the black oil just goes into his eyes, takes him over, and his friends abandon him for dead. Which, fair. Is that the phrase, abandon him for dead? That doesn't sound right, Um, does it? Leave him for dead. Leave him for dead is the phrase. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Had to think about it. Yep. Um, they do, to be fair, I think, call the firefighters and stuff, so they alert people that there's a problem. Sure. But they didn't try to drag him back up, did they? Would you? Maybe. I don't know. They don't know it's evil alien goo. Yeah, but they're hedging their bets, right? I guess. Come on. They're in Texas, though. So. <laughs> okay, all right. Every man for himself in a hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every boy for himself <laughs> in an X-Files hole. <laughs> in a cold open hole. Yep. Uh, after the boys run off, some emergency vehicles arrive sometime later. Is this like an investigation station? or is it, It's like a rescue station, I guess. Yeah. It's not investigation. I will say, I thought this was a kind of a cool like time lapse effect because we see the boys like running away like into the distance and then like while we're still seeing them run away the trucks pull up so it's like i don't know kind of a cool little effect i liked it it was good it was thanks bobby or i guess that was maybe the editor i don't know Mm, it was probably Probably bobby together yeah anyway and i'm about to thank bobby again oh because of the the character he lays on us here. Oh, that's true. That's true. I wish this guy had been a main <laughs> character. So firefighters are going into the cave to rescue the boys. Um, he sends the, his Texan men yeah. down into the X-Files yeah. hole. What, what do we call this guy? I I call him like the fire marshal, which probably isn't true. <laughs> that's like probably uh, not his actual job. I call him the fire chief. He's the fire chief. chief. Fire chief. Yes, okay. Yes. Thank you. That's good. I like that. He's so, the best character in the whole movie. Thick Texas accent. Yeah. Wearing his little firefighter hat, even though he's not fighting a fire or no. going into the hole. He's, uh, I don't know, trying to... He's dressing like his men, you yeah. know, so he yeah. can relate to them. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love that for him. Uh, two firefighters go into the hole, and then they do not respond to the chief's radio. So he's just like, get two more guys down there. <laughs> Quick, just feed the <laughs> go, hole. Go, Feed go. the hole. <laughs> Uh, and then a, a suit arrives in a black helicopter, which doesn't seem like a good sign. Um, is this eyebrows? Yes. This is eyebrows. We call them eyebrows throughout. I um, wrote down a man with eyebrows that just don't quit. Jumps out of the helicopter. They're poking right out and they're whipping around in the wind of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the chief is like telling the suit guy eyebrows. He's like, yeah, I've got four men down in the hole. I haven't communicated with any of them. I'm sending some more men down. <laughs> <laughs> they he just gotta... got lined up around the block <laughs> like lemmings yep um and the uh alien removers suddenly come out of the helicopter <laughs> i don't know what sure. we call yeah. they've got like one of those enclosed coffin things that we've seen before um and the marshal is like what about my man <laughs> which is the only reason i'm explaining this in so much detail yes, yes. because it's quite great <laughs> he's very sad mm-hmm. because they are only interested in the boy Mm-hmm. Um, so they take the boy alien away and then they just drop some tanker trucks and <laughs> yep. I, I don't know. I don't think these, uh, 
firefighters are going to survive this. I don't think they're no, coming back up. I don't think so. And the chief is not happy about that. Um, and so the eyebrows goes away and he's like, sir, on the phone, the impossible scenario we never planned for, <laughs> we better come up with a plan. <laughs> so he must like work for alien people. Mm-hmm. He's here taking aliens away and something bad and new is happening. Yes. Is what we've learned. Probably should have come up with a plan. If they were aware that this was a situation that they did not have a plan for, make a plan. That's just called risk assessment. That's a key part of project management, Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. be honest. So I was a little embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. But they probably, it was probably on like the agenda at every meeting, but it kept going to the parking lot because it wasn't as urgent. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. Well, we head to the federal building in Dallas. One week later, we've got FBI agents running all over the place. A helicopter lands. Terry O'Quinn steps out. I just called him Terry O'Quinn in my notes. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Love him. Um, You know, he is, he does play a main character on Millennium, Mm. which I'm watching right now. I was wondering for a second if he played the same character, but I guess he dies in this, so probably not. He does explode pretty badly. Pretty bad. Unless he has a twin brother. Well. Could be. Maybe. Maybe. Barry O'Quinn. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Anyway, so the guy on the scene tells Terry O'Quinn that they have evacuated the federal building and they haven't found the explosive device that they're looking for. Um... So they're looking for a bomb. They just don't know where it is. And then Terry O'Quinn walks up and looks at the federal building with a little gleam in his eye. Mm -hmm. It's quite ominous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And finally, the Bobby Bowman gives us what we want because fifteen minutes into this movie, beautiful Scully's face framed in I don't whatever aspect ratio this movie's in, but a big one. The big one. The big one. (laughs) On film. Movie I, ratio. I, the X-Files was filmed on film, too, so that's not yeah. as different. Uh, but it's exciting. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> God damn it. We all cheer. Woo! Yay! So Scully is on a roof, and she's calling Mulder, and she, we get the scene I predicted, which is just them having a conversation that's like, Mulder, I'm a skeptic. <laughs> and then Mulder's like, Scully, you gotta be a believer like me. Remember that the X-Files is closed down, so yep. we have, uh, we're all we have left. Etc. I mean, we have to explain to the, exactly. the news. Which I, obviously, that is yeah. how storytelling works. So basically, they're talking about that. We do also important. get, what, nature? The, the nature of the conversation important. Um, I don't know. They're explaining the X-Files to us, right? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We do also get, um, I kept track of, like, fan service moments. Oh, yes. yes. Scully does answer her phone and say, Mulder, it's me. So nice, that's number nice, one. Nice. Number one. Classic. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. How many points does it get? <laughs> Are we like adding them up throughout? Um, I feel like we can add them up. Hell so yeah. we're up to one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Do we have to maybe negative points for starting with cavemen? <laughs> oh, that's classic cold open though. And that's it's true. literally that's cold. Mm, okay. All right. So we're still at yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess <clears throat> did we say that the boy was happening in current day when he fell down the hole in Texas? Um. No. It's current day. <laughs> that was not thirty-five thousand years ago. It was not a caveman Texan boy. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Anyway. Um. So, yes, uh, Scully is, like, on the phone with Mulder. She's on a roof, and she's grumpy about being there. She's hot and thirsty. She is hot, (laughs) and I'm thirsty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then suddenly Mulder jumps out at her and is like, boo, (laughs) on the roof, because he was there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's eating sunflower seeds. Does that count as fan service number two? Yeah, I think so, number two. Okay. And Mulder's like, why are we here, Scully? (laughs) Which is going to drive her insane, I assume. (laughs) Um, so I think it's cute that they're still being allowed to work together. I know. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who 
<laughs> who was like, okay, we're going to shut down their department, mm-hmm. but they're too cute. Yeah. We have to keep them We together. can't separate them. And what are, they're just like working on like terrorism? Uh, I think so, yeah. But Diana's not involved. No. Okay. Fair enough. She's not a movie person. I, that's yeah. fair. She's not a movie. She didn't even exist when this movie was filmed. No. Yes. <laughs> so, fair enough. Um, but anyway, yeah, they're just flirting. It's very cute. Uh, Skelly pretends like the door from the roof back into the building is locked, but she's just goofing on Mulder, and she's like, I had you. They're just flirting. It's mm-hmm. very cute. It it's setting them up uh, for us to expect a smooch later in this mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Which will definitely happen, for sure. Yeah. It's a movie. Oh, they have to do it. They have to, yeah. legally. Yeah. Everyone in a movie has to kiss. <laughs> that's, that's actually true. That's my law. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Amanda's law. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, they return to the first floor where they're like, okay, clearly nothing's going on. It's fine. There's like not a bomb. Oh, I guess they were like looking for the bomb, apparently, in the mm-hmm. building that is not the federal building, which is why they're alone. Yes. And not they're at own. the other... Yes. So that's was an important part of their conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So anyway, they're like, okay, there's no bomb in this building. It's fine. It was a Mulder hunch and it was wrong. Blah, blah, blah. So they return to the first floor. Mulder makes a little joke about what his panicked face looks like. And it's completely, you know, what's the visual equivalent of monotone? I Blank, I blank. guess. Yeah. It feels so right. Which is very cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very funny. Scully's like, okay, it's your turn to buy me a sweet drink. Get get your butt to that vending machine. Mm-hmm. She smacks him on the butt while yeah. he goes. It's really yeah. cute. <laughs> I don't know. They're flirting all over the place, my God. They're flirting enough that I would have been quite surprised if that happened, but mm-hmm. not as surprised yeah. as in some episodes. Yeah. So. Well, they're setting up the kiss. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Mulder heads into the break room to get Scully a soda pop, um, but the machine isn't working, so he just kind of like shakes it for a while. <laughs> he's he's going to become work. a statistic. Yeah. He's going to get trapped in this and die. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> so he looks behind the machine. It's not even plugged in. Oh, my God. Now he starts to suspect something is wrong. He tries to get out of the room, but it's been locked. So he calls Scully and tells her that he found the bomb. She doesn't believe him for a while, but he starts like pounding on the door. Um, Scully thinks that he's just goofing on her, mm-hmm. you know. That's why you don't goof on people. Exactly. The boy who goofed on the wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but then we see Mulder has opened the uh, machine and there is ooh, there is a uh, bomb. Yeah. And it's counting down. So yeah. it's bad. That sucks. Um, so Scully sees the lock has been glued shut. So now that she knows it's real, she like goes out to the front, starts yelling at people to evacuate the building. Um, you know, when Scully yells at you, you listen. Girl boss um, moment. Mm-hmm, definitely. She does. So she's like, she's like yelling at people. She's like holding her big phone and like pointing with the phone in her hand. In my memory, she's holding a gun. <laughs> very surprised that it was just a phone i thought she was like because i remember yelling at people so i thought she was just threatening them with a gun <laughs> she did it. but no it's just a phone i don't know what if scully was just waving a gun around like if you don't fucking listen to me i'm gonna end you yeah that's how that's what i remember oh, so. i wish that would have been amazing but it was it was just a phone we can imagine phone. Yeah. we can imagine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was a gun in my mind too yes mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. Um, so she, she yells at people for a while. Does that count as fan service, uh, moment? Mm. Not quite. It's so close. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm not half familiar point. Half a point? Yeah, let's do half a point. So what are we up to? Three and a half? 
uh, two and a two half. Two and a half, I think, because it was just sunflower seeds. Two and, and a half. Mulder, it's me. Correct. Okay. Do we need to be writing this down? <laughs> Maybe. We can remember. To- Wait, I'll write it down. Two okay. and a half. Um, and then she calls for uh, Terry O'Quinn and tells him that they're in the wrong building. The bomb's in here. Mm-hmm. So the FBI is on the scene. Everyone's storming into the building. Terry O'Quinn arrives. Scully leads him in. Mulder's sitting inside the room sweating. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> always. I mean, they are in Texas, to be fair. That's true. So uh, Terry O'Quinn cuts through the door with a solder- soldering soldering iron. Soldering. Soldering, yes. Well, I don't know what you call it when it's that big. Whatever. That counts anymore. He solders through that door. He kicks it down. He opens it. Um, They start examining the bomb. Um, Terry Quinn says that it's an IED and they have to evacuate the building. Um, Scully asks if he can defuse it. He says he definitely can. Just leave him in charge. He's totally got it. Don't even worry about it. So he orders Mulder to get out of the building, even though Mulder Mulder starts to sense that something might be wrong, but Mm -hmm. he sends them out. um, So they got to leave. I mean, the bomb's going to explode in like a minute. Come on. So go. Come on. Uh, outside, there's all sorts of drama. There's firefighters arriving, people evacuating. The bomb timer is less than a minute. We see Terry O'Quinn is just sitting there, staring at it, huh? not even trying to defuse it, what? which is weird. Isn't that messed up? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. The boo crew are running out of the building, but suddenly Mulder wants to go back because he knows something is wrong, and Scully won't let him because there's also a bomb about to go off. So she grabs him, pulls him into a cop car. They've only got 14 seconds left. Terry O'Quinn is still just sitting there with his head in his hands. The boot crew get into this car. They start driving away, but the big, big bomb goes right off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kills Terry, blows him up. (gasps) That's bad. Blows up the vending machine. There go all the drinks. Blows a huge chunk out of the building and blasts the window out of the car that the boot crew is in. We get a big stunt. There's lots of shaking Mm -hmm. and a a rattling. It's a real movie moment. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm, This -hmm. was big. They were excited. Um, and the boot crew, you know, once it all calms down, they tiredly get out of the car, look around at the demolished building. Uh, you know, we've got car alarms going off, classic bomb stuff in a movie. Yeah. If it was filmed right now, they would have had the thing where, like, the sound goes all quiet. Oh, yeah. And there's, like, the ringing. Um, but that wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. As much. And then Mulder quips, next time you're buying. So they're still <laughs> flirting. They can't stop. They can't stop. You know, if they stop flirting, they're dead. Basically. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I mean... It's I like mean, uh, sharks. You can't stop swimming. Yeah. Or can't if stop they flirting. keep flirting, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. About it. It's true. True. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the FBI HQ to debrief. Um, we go into the Office of Professional Review, um, and we all get excited. We- Show us our man. He's got to be here. We can't wait. Um, So Scully is being interviewed by Skinner and like a board of other people. The woman in charge. Now, I called her Skinner's ex-wife in my notes. Because I don't know. I feel like she has the potential to be Skinner's ex-wife. Yeah. Maybe. That's fair. In my heart, in my mind. He's got two ex-wives. Or, well, one of them is dead. Question. Dead question mark. I mean, Skinner seems the type to have like six ex wives. Right? <laughs> this is really true, honestly. Like I even mean, real in person. Real, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And show Skinner. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So Skinner's ex wife. Let's do it. All right. Let's commit. So Skinner's. I can't ex- believe that you think every woman in the movie has to be related in some way to a man. I guess I'm it's getting kind of brainwashed by the nineties. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. This is what happens. I'm kidding. I guess this is your brain on nineties. Please go on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So um, they're asking Scully to 
talk about her part in the explosion. It seems like they're kind of blaming her for it. Um, sad that Skinner still has to deal with Mulder and Scully's nonsense, even though he's not still their boss. Yeah, he almost got away. Mm-hmm. And yet... So we learned that five people died in the explosion, not just Terry O'Quinn. So it was him, three firemen, and a young boy. Hmm. Hmm. What happened to the fourth fireman that they sent down in the hole? Oh, he's still alive. Okay, anyway. He's still alive. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Mulder shows up late, of course, and then they... Uh, they're mad at him. He <laughs> he immediately latches onto the fact that there are other dead bodies, and he asks them whether those dead bodies were found in the building or not. Um, Skinner's ex-wife just shuts him down, tells him to leave. You know, if he can't show up on time, he doesn't get to talk. <laughs> Which is very funny. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know. Whatever. He's always late. He's always Come late. Come on, he's on Mulder time. Yeah. So he goes into the hallway, looks sad, eats some sunflower seeds. Uh, Skinner comes out, just leaving his very important meeting, I guess, <laughs> to chat. In the of it. He's like, I'm, I'm on a panel of like five people <clears throat> reviewing this bomb, like this giant terrorist bomb that destroyed the building in Dallas. I'm just going to go out and talk to my, my boy toy, Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Who's going to stop him, you know? I mean, not his ex-wife. She's yeah. glad he's gone. She's busy. Yeah. Yeah. So Skinner kind of asks Mulder why he and Scully were in the wrong building. He tells Mulder that a narrative is being shaped that this incident could have been prevented and Scully and Mulder are good scapegoats. Um, Mulder looks absolutely shocked that they would want to blame him, which is like, come on, buddy. Everybody hates you. Sorry. Always, all the time. But... And then he immediately jumps on the grenade. He's like, okay, well, they can blame me all they want, but Scully had nothing to do with it. Um, And then Skinner's like, well, Scully's in there saying the exact same thing about you. He's still trying to get them together. (laughs) Well, um, he tried his best to... Wait, what? Was it last week? When was he trying to keep them apart? Mm -mm, When was mm -hmm. that? Was that last week? Uh, Well, it would have been two weeks ago because we had the wrap-up. Well, yeah. That... uh, No. He did something, right? It was earlier. It was the... The pine, the pine bluff fairy. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because he didn't. Yep, yep, yep. What a okay. jerk. What a jerk. Uh, now I hate Skinner. <laughs> no, no, wait, I love him. Okay. Um. So, I don't know. So they go back and forth a little bit. Scully comes out. Skinner goes back in. And Scully tells Mulder that she told them the truth. And Mulder is very worried about be- them being divided. But Scully says that... Um, sadly, they are splitting them up, and she has a, le- a meeting later this week about reassignment. What? No. They can't do that. Mulder looks very upset about this. I look very upset about this. Yeah. Everyone's upset. So Scully says uh, that she left behind a career in medicine because she wanted to make a difference at the FBI, but now if she's going to be transferred to some lame field office in Omaha... (laughs) Yeah, she does do a little call-out, which I thought was quite rude. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if she has to, God forbid, step foot in Omaha... Can you imagine? She might as well just quit the FBI. That's a good point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And Mulder looks devastated at the fact that she might be quitting. Um, and Scully's like, well, I don't know. Maybe you should ask yourself if your heart is in it, too. Like, you know, we don't have the X-Files anymore. So, like, what's the point? We're getting buildings blown up. I don't know. It's not going well. Kind of sucks, dude. It does kind of suck. <sighs> but they get to flirt on the job. They do. They but can't. not but for much longer. Not if she gets reassigned. Mm-hmm. They're not going to assign them both to Omaha. Yeah. This is kind of like when the uh, the teacher breaks up you and your best friend because you're really loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You blew up a bomb. 
kind of yeah same yeah. same idea yeah why did why are they i mean okay i know why they're being blamed but like they didn't they didn't blow up the bomb no they Damn. didn't sucks they found the bomb yeah in fact but, but i know why they're getting blamed yeah. obviously um and then i think skinner comes out and he's like Mulder, it's your turn yeah r.i.p Mulder kind of shuffles in i feel like the first 15 minutes is just gonna be him crying oh yeah he's not doing well just ugly sobbing oh my god can you repeat that for the report sir (laughs) do you think skelly loves me anymore can we still hang out yeah oh yeah i don't want them apart i know i know anyway so we cut to Mulder. he's at a bar he's doing shots uh, this is a, a turn for the character because mm-hmm. if there's one thing we know about Mulder, it's that he doesn't really drink. This is movie Mulder, though. Yeah, movie Mulder drinks. Movie Mulder gets drunk, and it's um, it's sad. <laughs> so the bartender um, keeps serving him anyway. Uh, he notices a creep from Ugh. across the bar who we will learn later is just an unpleasant man <laughs> yeah. whose vibes we hate rancid vibes yeah but anyway that's not important he's like creeping on him like strider and lord of the rings <laughs> but less hot and Mulder just starts like laying out his truth to the bartender which is obviously a, a beautiful tradition in american culture uh he has like a little monologue about how like he's a joke everyone hates him people call him spooky and people are hiding a global alien conspiracy from him and the bartender is like oh that's cool get the fuck out spooky <laughs> Get out of my bar. I don't want to talk to you freak alien guys. Okay? Sick of it. I'm sick of it. Um, And so Mulder's like, okay, I guess I gotta go. The creep from the end of the bar is gone. Mulder stands up unsteadily. He tries to go to the bathroom, but it's like out of order. And then the <laughs> other one, someone's just in there in the dark with no lock on. But it's occupied, I guess. Yep. So he's like, okay. Skinner and his ex-wife. <laughs> Yeah, probably. It's movie time. This is serious. Mm-hmm. It's time to show that this is cinema. We yeah, have to yes. watch a man piss, which is a key part of any movie. Well, we have to know that he's a man, yeah. you know. Yeah. And men piss in alleyways. <laughs> exactly. So he goes yeah. out of the alleyway to piss on camera because that's important. Movie moment number three. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I I would love it if that would just go away yeah. as a convention, but whatever. More power to people. They're showing the truth. Anyway. He uh, he's in the alley. Um, There's a blah, blah, blah. poster for the Independence Day movie, which is kind of funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Also a Fox movie. It yeah, it must I be. Guess. Yeah, it <laughs> must okay. be. Uh, the creep comes out to talk to Mulder, and he's just got terrible energy. Ugh, hate like, this guy. I don't know how to describe it. He's sort of like. I don't know. Like the guy from Network mixed with like a crazy professor mm-hmm. mixed with like a really unlikable backroom boy. Yeah. Know. He's like a real like Z-list backroom boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's like really like wide buggy eyes and just like he's so nervous, mm-hmm. but in like a really unpleasant way. And <laughs> it's just like he's too old to be acting this way, you know? Like yeah, have some respect. Right. Come on. Come on. I, I, I think this is a very famous actor, isn't it? Who is it, it is. Okay, who is it again? Um, oh God, uh, it is Martin Landau. Martin Landau. Yep. yep Sorry, yep. dude. Terrible vibes in this movie. <laughs> He's probably been good in other things. Yeah. <laughs> Just the worst. 
Um, but anyway, so he's revealing to Mulder that he's been watching Mulder's career and he knows that there are being like accusations leveled that Mulder is the reason that the bombing in Dallas happened. Uh, and then he just also pulls yeah, out his wedding and starts pissing too. I don't know. Because they're both this? men yeah. and they have to piss in alleys. Mm-hmm. Uh Anyway, this guy, what, what do we call him throughout this? Um, I called him, I think his real name is Alvin, and that, that feels right. Yeah, I just called right. him Alvin. Alvin, okay. Yeah. So Alvin claims that he was a friend of Scuba Bill's. Typical. Yeah. Everyone's a friend of his, come yeah. on. Yeah, he wished. Scuba Bill didn't like anyone. Um, and he says that they were both disenchanted with their work at the State Department, and Mulder is not impressed by this. He's still just walking around. He's, like, going about his business. He goes back into the bar to get his jacket, and this loser just keeps, like, desperately following him. He's so like, look thirsty. At look at me. Look at me. <laughs> he does also say that he knew Mulder was going to come here to get a drinky. Oh, yeah, he did <laughs> say that. I don't like that. He did say that, and I did not care for that either. Uh, a drinky god is this one of the guys watching Mulder's apartment all the time i don't know maybe i guess horrifying i know he's gotta move anyway and then this guy like alvin is like i'm an (laughs) obgyn i don't know why he says that i hate that i hate the implications of that and then he's like also there's something you don't know about the bombing in dallas terry o'quinn didn't even want to defuse the boom (gasps) the boom (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. the boom. The boom and the drinky. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> I hate him so bad. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, you know, trying to get Mulder engaged in a conversation. He's like, why did they blow up that building and not the federal building? Come on, talk to me. And then he claims that FEMA had like a quarantine room in the building that did blow up and that the people who were in there were already dead before the bomb went off. So the three firefighters and the boy uh, and that the people in charge blew up the building in order to cover up those bodies. And Mulder is like, doesn't seem impressed. And he gets in a cab and he leaves. Mm hmm. But then he changes his mind and heads to yeah. Georgetown. Yeah. We do. <coughs> who, who do we know mm-hmm. who lives in Georgetown? Well, we check in with our best girl, Scully, mm-hmm. who is asleep because it's 6 p.m. And she's tossing it. <laughs> yes. She's sleepy. <laughs> she's in bed for sure. She's she tossing is. and turning, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She can't sleep. There's a knock at the door. Mulder comes in. Um, well, he kind of stumbles in. Um, and Scully asks him if he's drunk and whether he decided to come here before or after he got drunk. And Mulder's like, mm. what are you implying? <laughs> we we got to flirt. <laughs> sore. Um, and then Mulder is like, listen, we got, we got a case. We got to investigate, get dressed. We got to go somewhere. Um, and I guess my, you know, he shows up at her apartment in the middle of the night drunk and asks her to get dressed. That's Come Mulder. On. That's Mulder for That's you. That's just not right. <laughs> What's he doing? Doesn't he know this is the movie? Come on. Come on. Where's Mulder? Ridiculous. The alien conspiracy can wait. Mm-hmm. Get some smooching on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. It's fine. We cut to some helicopters in North Texas at night. They're setting up an evil-looking FEMA army base thing. Call them ET domes. Ooh, I like that. Okay. An ETD. Uh, The helicopters land and the cigarette smoking man gets out of them like a little freak. Woohoo! He he somehow manages to light a cigarette in the middle of all the wind from a helicopter, which feels like his superpower. That's Love how good that. he is. Love that for him. We do get the exciting, um, like, you don't see his face right away, and you, mm. he lights the cigarette, and then you see his face. It's like, like, all right, all right. That's our guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he 
takes a drag and heads into the weird little lab thing where people are setting up scientific equipment, wearing hazmat suits, and crawling into this cave underground beneath this, like, dome thing that they're setting up. Um, and we see that the guy, I think, th- this is eyebrows, right? Yes. Okay. Whew. I could recognize him by his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Eyebrows starts explaining to the smoking man what's going on. Um, so they like descend into this evil little cave. They're wearing hazmat suits. It does also look like they're mining out the black oil. Oh, yeah. Like they have like tubes and black oil is going through it. So That's probably not they're good. collecting it. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, and so the eyebrows is like talking about how whatever is going on is brought on by heat. So they have been uh, keeping this little quarantine re- room frozen. And we go into the little quarantine room, and this guy's body is gross, slimy jelly, mm-hmm. really nasty. This is the fourth firefighter. Yes. Uh, who did not die in the bomb explosion. And the guy is, like, technically alive, but he's not ever going to recover. His skin has gotten, like, transparent and jellified, and you can see this, like, giant evil alien growing inside of him, and it's really nasty. Yuck. And the cigarette smoking man is like... Don't destroy the body. We need to try the vaccine on it while it's still alive to see if the vaccine is successful. And then if it's not, then you can burn the body. Isn't the point of a vaccine to keep, like, somebody from getting infected in the first place? I feel like they don't know what a vaccine is. I feel like that's a cure. (laughs) Yeah. But whatever. Whatever. That's fine. It's fine. That vaccine sounds more scientific, doesn't it? That's true. Come on. So we, uh, the boot crew goes to the Bethesda Naval Hospital. They just kind of waltz right in and scam their way past the idiot in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just, Mulder acts confident enough and they get past him. They're confident and hot. Would you stop them? I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah. that's why I'm not um, a guard at a top secret facility. That's true. That's true. But he didn't, so. he didn't prep for two Vogue models walking uh, Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. <clears throat> He's ready for terrorists. He's ready for fires. Not for Hot Vogue models. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So they uh, so they scan their way in. They go down down uh, stairs while the guy in charge is going to confirm authorization, mm-hmm. which, okay, whatever. But they do also learn that the uh, morgue is off limits on order of the general. So that's strange. So they go down sa- downstairs to the morgue. They're looking at the dead bodies from Texas. And Scully is like, I don't know why we're here. We already know what they died from. They died in a bomb explosion, obviously. Uh, Mulder lifts the sheet off the body, and the body is all gooey and liquefied. And he's like, a bomb didn't do that. And Scully's like, yeah, okay. Fine. All right, fine. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, it's really jellyfied and disgusting, like the other guy. Um but we also noticed that no autopsy has been performed, and so the cause of death on the report was false. That's messed up. It is messed up. So we got to find out what really happened. So they uh, drag the body into a uh, an examining room, um, and Mulder thinks that Scully should do an autopsy. Uh, it's starting to look like this has been a cover-up or something. So Mulder says that, listen, since we're being blamed for this guy's death, we should probably figure out what he died of, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Scully's going to do her thing. Smorgasbord time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and while Scully's doing that, Mulder leaves to take a cab to Alvin's house to figure out what's going on. Boo. Creep guy. Uh, and there are a bunch of cops there, like, processing the scene like there was a crime that happened, which mm-hmm. is ominous. Uh, yeah, the crime is just him existing yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're getting rid of this guy. 
Um, Mulder kind of looks around. He's got like OBGYN magazines around. Uh, he talks to the detective in charge, flashes his badge, and the cops are like, you know, oh, of course we'll tell you anything. You're a fed. Uh, so they're like, yeah, this guy had kitty porn on his computer, so we're taking him down. Mulder looks around a little bit more, sees that the doctor has written a couple of books about global conspiracies and stuff, and then he leaves and he's like, don't bother telling me if you find this guy. I do not want to find him. <laughs> That's not what he says. But <laughs> Basically. No. Yeah. Uh, and then outside the building in an alley is Alvin just like, he's just like peeking around the corner like just a nine-year-old. <laughs> like if he was a kid, this would be normal behavior, but he's an adult man, an old adult man. He's just creeping just around a corner normal. and staring at Mulder. I know. And, like, Mulder walks over to him and he, like, scuttles down the alleyway <laughs> like a little rat. Um, and he's like, I bet they're saying I have kitty porn on my computer again. It's because they're trying to discredit me. And then he just starts info dumping on Mulder about this supposed recent hantavirus outbreak that was actually an outbreak of uh, alien disease, black oil <laughs> disease. And he claims that FEMA has the power to suspend constitutional government upon declaration of a national emergency. So why were they involved? Like, this is a very powerful organization or department or whatever. Why are they involved in, like, a tiny outbreak of hantavirus? That's because it wasn't. It was black oil. Whoa. Black oil. And then he, like, creeps, scuttles further (laughs) into the alley (laughs) and makes Mulder follow him. And he's like... I, uh, I used to work with Scuba Bill on this virus or something. <laughs> and he's like talking about a plague to end all plagues, blah, blah, blah. See, this guy has the energy of somebody who was involved in one syndicate operation like 30 <sighs> years ago. Like he was there yeah. for a day. Yeah. And now he's like, he can't let it go. He's like, yeah, I know those guys. I was involved in the syndicate. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> were there for what they asked you for a pen while you're walking by like come on yeah you know it's embarrassing know. he's the first guy that's gonna get interviewed on the documentary about them mm-hmm. yes so and the annoying. rest of them don't even remember him <laughs> alvin who oh eyebrows we call them eyebrows yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh he's the worst he hate is. him but anyway we learned that there's no cure for the black oil and it's part of this um quiet war that's been going on for 50 years and that the backroom boys have been negotiating with the aliens about a planned Armageddon uh, and and the timetable has been set so it's getting pretty spooky and then FEMA's going to be like a secret world government or something after this and Mulder's like lol they call me paranoid anyway peace (laughs) but the doctor is just like dude you just gotta go to Texas and dig or else you'll find out that it's all true when it's too late whoa (sighs) and of course Mulder's like Mulder's been acting tough this entire time, but when this guy says that, he's like, maybe he's right. Maybe I should. Yeah. Which, like, he is, but you know. Come on. But Mulder would do anything that a freak in an alley told him to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So back with Scully, she is doing a smorgasbord on the firefighter. Um, She, like, cuts him open, and inside his bones are, like, liquefied glass. It's pretty disgusting. Um, While she is examining him, the guards finally wise up and come down to arrest her. Um, So she hides in the body freezer. And then, um, amateur move, her phone rings. Mulder's calling her. Put your phone on silent when you break into secret government bases. Come on. Amateur hour. Um, So she... Instead of, like, hanging up and calling me later, she just, she's like, all right, let's talk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can talk, but I have to whisper. 
She's been taking lessons from Marita. Yeah. So. <laughs> so they talk about, so she tells Mulder that she has found inve- evidence of a massive infection. And Mulder's like, okay, well, I've also been talking to a freak in an alleyway. So I am going back to Dallas, getting on a plane. I will buy you a ticket too. Scully's like, I have a hearing in the morning. I can't go to Texas. Um, but Mulder's like, don't worry about it. I can definitely get you back in time it's not going to be a problem but i need you and your expertise i'm sorry i need you and your expertise <laughs> thank you thank you yep yep thank yep you, thank you and scully's like ugh and then uh their conversation is interrupted the guards burst into the freezer scully hides underneath the table um but you know she's going to go yeah um and you know that mulder will engineer a global catastrophe to keep scully from quitting the fbi that's so typical. Yeah. Is he gaslighting her? Maybe that's the real reason why he was doing it. He's like, I don't know. I think this guy is full of shit, but it will keep Scully uh, investigating with me. So maybe she'll do one less little trip with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm sad. Oh, I'm sad. He doesn't think that he's enough. No, oh. she'll only be with him if it's to investigate. Sad. Wow. Also, something evil is like dripping off of one of the guards while. He- Skelly's hiding under a table. Do we know what that was? Was it like honey? <laughs> so gross. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I thought it was coming off one of the bodies. Oh, that would make a lot more sense. Right? <laughs> so much more sense. I assume it was just like goo from the body. Okay. That makes so much more sense. It was gross. Okay. So it wasn't a giant bee. Or the garden <laughs> bee. Which okay. I like that better. Yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, and you know how bees just drip honey mm-hmm. as they go around. <laughs> mm-hmm. We cut to the FBI field office in Dallas where Mulder is talking to the local agent who's in charge who, um, you know, tells them that they have some bone fragments that are like the only so that weird <laughs> bone bone fragments that are the only like evidence from all this weird stuff that went on that they haven't like sent to FEMA already. And it's not like bone fragments from anything in the building that was bombed. It's from an archaeological site outside of town a little bit so it's like probably not going to be anything useful but Mulder's like uh yes please I would like to look at those actually and if you wouldn't mind could you show them to that person and then he like points and Scully's in the doorway can you show that to the love of my life over there can you see how beautiful she is I love her (laughs) anyway show her your bone fragments (laughs) And she rolls in and she's like, Mulder, I would love to look at your bone fragments. And uh, so she, you know, puts them under the little microscope thing and looks shocked mm-hmm. about something. So we know something weird is going on. Oh, and she also tells Mulder, I think, that the bodies were infected with a protein code that she had never seen before that acted extremely fast. So now she's on board because yeah. something yeah. is happening. That's why she came to Dallas, because she was freaked out by what she saw at the body. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so they see something evil inside the bone fragment, and then Mulder asks the guy where those bone fragments were found. And then they go there, back to North Texas. So we got some kids playing on a playground. Um, right next to their playground is the ET unit. Uh, it looks like they're packing everything up. Um, the hazmat guys are bringing in a a bio bed. Is that what that's called? Oh, maybe. I just call it a bio bed. Is like that a that. Star Trek term? It that sounds actually like might a Star be a Trek Star Trek thing, thing, but I like it. Um, I mean, it, it's, I'm calling it a bio bed. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So, um, 
Eyebrows is saying, telling the guys that he's going to go down there and test out the vaccine on the uh, uh, firefighter guy. So he goes underground. He walks up to the body and then he quickly discovers that he is not going to be able to inject the vaccine into him because his whole chest has been exploded. <clears throat> Yikes. Uh Chestburster style. Yep. 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 The alien has been born from mm-hmm. his body. Yes. So then he like takes his hazmat suit off. <laughs> Another classic Star Trek move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he freaks out, he runs back up to the hole where some guys are waiting up above. They're not going down there to check, but they're gonna let him do it. And he says, Oh my god, the alien has escaped, and then he does see it in the corner. He gets out his stupid tiny little vaccine, even though this alien is like a six foot five bodybuilder, like <laughs> you're not gonna it's not gonna do anything, but Maybe it will. He's trying. It's not. I know. He's gonna die. <laughs> um <clears throat> so then I don't know. The alien has like a dripping little claw. It's pretty disgusting. And then the alien absolutely decks eyebrows, just like he did to Clark yeah. 35 million years ago. I hate it. Well, Sad. thousand. 35 million years okay. ago. <laughs> thousand. You're right. Um, and then eyebrows stumbles up to the hole all bloody and begging for help. He's like, oh my God, you guys, my best friends in the world who will never betray me. You got to get me out of here. And then his best friends in the world who will never betray him, mm-hmm. betray him. Yeah. And they drag up the ladder. Um, they seal him inside and then they just shovel sand right on top. <laughs> so RIP. Immediately. He's getting buried alive. Bye-bye. There's no love among the syndicate. No. This guy kind of sucks, though, so whatever. He doesn't suck as bad as the other old man. Actually, he was fine. He was fine. He eyebrows, had, eyebrows was okay. Uh, yeah, I would have rather had him, I guess. Yeah. But he's getting sealed underground, very sad, and then he gets, like, killed for real by the alien, so. Alienified. Yeah. That sucks. Sad. We cut to an idyllic scene in the county of Somerset, England, where some little British lads and lasses in uniforms are prancing about a fancy estate. Some wee laddies and lassies? Maybe, perhaps. My goodness, the well-manicured man is drinking tea and watching them. This is exciting! an exciting lore drop. Confirmation that he is English and we... I don't know why we doubted this, because he has know. a British accent. But we thought he was maybe just fancy. Yeah. <laughs> But he is English. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But he's just he's not just fancy. No. He's fancy and English. And he has like a whole ass butler and everything. <laughs> yeah, so this little butler comes in to tell him he's got a call in his study. <laughs> he goes to pick up the phone in this beautiful woodlined room, and it's the smoking man calling, telling him that the members of the syndicate are assembling and a meeting has been called in London. And the well-manicured man looks out at his garden and one of his kids seems to have, or grandkids seems to have hurt himself. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I guess he's going to be late. Terrible I timing. I guess so. Um, so the well-manicured man is trying to destroy the world even though he has these grandchildren that he clearly loves. Well, they suck. Buddy. They're just prancing about the yard. <laughs> oh my god. Get a better hobby. Um, I mean, I feel like that's the only hobby there is when you're, what, 11. Yeah. But how do you break your leg prancing? I don't know. <laughs> it's humiliating. They're half horse, so. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. oh, no. They have strong the horse kick. woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. disgusting. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Some... Sorry to bother you shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I think the smoking man also mentions that there's a guy called Strughold, oh, who's the one who called the meeting, yeah. and he just got on a plane from Tunis, so he's that's, the... That's a movie character. Yes, yeah. yes. He's the new bad boy on the block. 
in the the new bad boy in the room. Yeah. Yes. They're going to worry it happens. <clears throat> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we go to London, England. Uh, the well manicured man. London. London. Uh, the well manicured man walks in. Uh, he's walked in by the British fill the phone guy, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so the backroom boys are all here. Everyone is just standing around, artfully arranged in the room like complete dorks. Mm-hmm. They need to invest in like a big table. Yeah. Come just on. Sit down. So this new guy, Strughold, is here. Are we calling him Strughold? I guess. I didn't have a better name. Okay. So the they're all mad at him because he's late. <laughs> <laughs> but the well-manicured man is like, well, actually, my grandson broke his leg. And some things are more important than ruining the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while the they have been waiting for him, they have been watching a tape. And they're starting to kind of reassess their role in the colonization because the virus has mutated into a brand new EBE. Mm. And that is bad. Probably. Mm-hmm. So it's just like when somebody gets black oiled, mm. if it's in them for long enough, they grow a whole ass alien, yes. I think so. Okay, that's bad. That's gnarly. That's bad. Yeah, that could have happened to Crycheck. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Could have been. That would have been kind of cool. Um, and then the well-manicured man says, my God. <laughs> yeah, Does that does. count as fan service moment? <laughs> for us. I didn't think for anyone else, but for us, I enjoyed it. All right, three and a half. <laughs> okay. We're up to three, three and, and a half. half. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't we already have a half? Yeah. This is a whole point? Or is this oh, another this half is a, a point? whole point. Is this half a point? I was going to say this is half a point. I don't okay. know that other people get that excited when the mel- <laughs> well-manicured man says, my God. Okay, then we're just three. Okay, three. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so they're talking about all of that. So, obviously, they're not going to be able to continue their plans like they had been uh, working on up to this point. And uh, the well-manicured man is very shocked that they've been used and they've been laboring under a lie. I also am shocked. I cannot believe that the aliens would betray them like that. Rude. So Strughold says that they are, they're planning on just telling the aliens everything that they've learned and um, everything that they know is going on. So they're just narking on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? For no reason. He squares. I know. So the well-manicured man is like, that is actually dumb as hell um, because they're planning on turning us into, like, meat sacks yeah. to grow themselves. So what if we new didn't? People. So, so we didn't do that. Um, but the backroom boys think that cooperation with the colonists is the only chance they have of saving themselves. Good lord. Mm-hmm. These losers. Sure. So the smoking man is like, well, you know, the aliens do still need us to help them carry out their plan. So maybe they won't turn us into meat bags. Oh, my God. Maybe. Sure. Um, And Strughold says that, like, if they do that, they can maybe play for more time to work on their vaccine. And the well-manicured man is like, oh, my God, I'm working with a bunch of idiots, which is true. Yes. But he should have already known that. Yeah. And um, they also learn that somebody... So they look at the tape and they've been watching surveillance footage of Mulder and Scully. So they've got a problem because Mulder's on the case. And they know that somebody has tipped him off. So it's got to be fucking Alvin. Ugh, and everyone's like, I hate that guy's ass. He sucks. <laughs> God, we should have killed Alvin when we had the chance. Mm-hmm. They should have. 
Um, so they're like, Alvin has to be removed, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. And then Stroghold is like, okay, well, sure, we all want to kill Alvin, but I think we should also kill Mulder. <laughs> um, and the well-manicured man is like, no, 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 we can't do that because that would just turn one man's quest into a crusade. Also, he's the main character, mm-hmm. so we can't do it. And he's really cute. He's really cute, you guys. Have you, have you seen s- him? I mean, they have because he's there yeah, watching him on the tape. Come on. He's so tall and he's so cute, you guys. He works out. Come on. Do you see those biceps? <sighs> Maybe not, because he's, uh, oh, I mean, it's like grainy footage. That's so true. That was the problem. They couldn't see the know. biceps. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's sad. So, all right. So they can't kill Mulder, but then Stroghold is like, all right, then what you have to do is take away what he holds most valuable, that which he cannot live without. <gasps> and we smash cut to Scully. <laughs> <laughs> but she's ah! cute, too. She's also cute, what and she hell? also has biceps. Yeah, probably. Come on. I also don't see her biceps much. Frankly, we see her biceps even less than Mulder's. Yeah. Show us the biceps. Show us the Robert bicep. Bowman. Come on. Come on. Bobby's keeping it from them. Ay, ay, ay. So, yeah, that's not good. I think they're going to kill Skelly. I do like that um, even the syndicate knows how, uh, whatever, lovelorn Mulder is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not subtle. Yeah. Is Skelly, well, I was going to say, is Skelly the only one who doesn't know? But I guess she knows, too. So. She does. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows. Why don't they just, whatever. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, they're going to later in the movie because yeah, it's a movie. They're going to smooth. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, so, yes, Skelly's standing in the desert with Mulder. They are looking for the cold open cave and they walk over to this playground that we saw earlier that has very green grass in an otherwise desolate desert area. So, it's like literally covering something up, not very subtle. Uh, three boys on bikes roll up and Mulder is like, let's get some info from these rapscallion kids who are just rolling around town. And the boys are like, we're not supposed to talk about evil conspiracy stuff that's been going on in our town. (laughs) Mulder and Scully are like, but you can tell us we're FBI agents. Look at our biceps. Look at us. We're cute. We're code models. And the boys are like, you look like door-to-door salesmen, (laughs) which is rude. But Mulder does show them his badge, and they're like, okay, fine. They went that way about an hour ago. So we're on the chase. Mm-hmm. In and they all kind of point in a unison. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. They timed that. Mm-hmm. So Mulder and Scully are now driving through the deserts. Um, <clears throat> the deserts. All of them. <laughs> Multiple. All, every single desert. They won't stop. I guess it's so. terrifying. It becomes a hallucinatory journey into a nightmare mm-hmm. world. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would love that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what if they like started with the fan service and then it just devolved into, I don't know, artistic media? Mm-hmm. How else do you put that? Turned into Bo is Afraid. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'd be into that. So they're driving along. They're kind of talking about the unmarked tanker trucks that they learned about and kind of wondering what those trucks are hauling in them. They do say the words unmarked tanker trucks quite a lot. It feels like a new Irish wristwatch. Mm-hmm. Like a thing, you know, unique New York. Unmarked, Unmarked tanker, tanker trucks. trucks. It's kind of fun to say. Kind of. So I guess I see why they're saying it. Yeah. So they're driving along and then eventually they meet, they reach a fork in the road, left or right. Which way are they mm-hmm. going to go? There's a hundred miles and nothing in both directions. Mulder thinks they should go left. Scully thinks they should go right. They compromise and they just go driving straight ahead. <laughs> um, badass. Badass. And there's a dirt track there. Yeah, there's just a road, so it's not even that badass. <laughs> well, I think it was like a secret dirt road, so there's probably like yeah. a little bit of brush, so you couldn't yeah. see it. That's true. It's yeah. True. Yeah. But it is badass. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And In their Lariat sedan. Yes, always. Which, this is a hearty yeah. sedan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Lariat will do for you. Represent. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so they go driving along. Mulder's like, listen, Scully, we've been working together for five years. How many times have I been wrong? And Scully makes a little face. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, and then they go driving off into the sunset. Oh. And Fiend. Okay. So I thought it was really cute <laughs> that they ended on this. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's not the end of the no, movie. No, it's not. They keep driving down this lonesome road at night. They finally come to a dead end and Skelly stomps out of the car and she's like, God damn it, I have my hearing in the morning. <laughs> she's big mad uh, about how they're chasing phantom tanker trucks. And Mulder's like, but come on, the bomb in Dallas was allowed to go off to hide the virus. And Skelly's like, they don't haul viruses in tanker trucks. <laughs> but then they say tanker trucks a bunch more. They really like saying tanker trucks. Yes, yes, yes. And Skelly's like, listen, Mulder, what are you not telling me? Why are we here? And Mulder, like, coughs and then, like, looks at the ground and, like, rubs the back of his neck and looks up at the sky. And he's like, um, the virus might be extraterrestrial. (laughs) Skelly just loses her shit. (laughs) Starts screaming. What? (laughs) But suddenly a train does drive past and it's got some unmarked tanker trucks on the train. So let's go chase that train. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mulder Mulder's, would also do anything this. to, uh, yeah, stop get, arguing. Get out of the situation. Yep, yep. He's like, yeah, it's aliens. Okay, bye, let's go. So he, they get back in the car. He drives up a mountain. They stop the car and get out on foot and look over the top of the hill, and they can see in the distance another UT, what, what were they called? Not UT. ET. <laughs> ET. ET. A UTI dome. Nope. <laughs> An ET dome. Yes, yes. In the distance. Uh, and they like look dramatically at it. They're very well lit. I think you commented that it was a trailer shot. Yep. When we saw it. Mm-hmm. Quite good. Uh, and then the boot crew start climbing down so that they can go check on these illuminated domes. Mm-hmm. But between the uh, hill and the domes is a bunch of really tall corn growing in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. which is strange. And they comment on how strange that is they walk through the corn maze they get up to the giant blow up domes and as they enter the dome they get a little like whoosh like the metrodome hell yeah in minneapolis represent i never very exciting enjoyed it but i think we've talked about your experience before Mm yeah um miss it every day (sighs) r.i.p yeah uh, and so they go in, so it's obviously under some sort of pressure, and they go in, and their, you know, ties and hair get blown askew, and it's very dramatic. But they're yes. inside the domes now. Nice. Mm-hmm. So inside the dome, it's just like a huge empty space. There are just like fans everywhere. They're walking on a platform, and there's what looks to be like closed vents everywhere. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. It's very cold, and Scully notes that it seems like they're on top of a larger structure. They hear some kind of a weird humming, like, is it electricity or something? It must be, right? Um, So Mulder gets down to listen, and he's like, oh my god, it's not electricity, it's bees! (laughs) And bees explode everywhere. Not the bees, not the bees. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're all screaming, (laughs) we're throwing our coats over our heads, we're running in circles, we're whatever, freaking out. It's a lot of bees. And we learned they were real bees. They are, yeah. Not computer generated bees. Oh, poor actors. Ay, ay, ay. No wonder they get paid the big bucks. Mm hmm. So that's scary. Yeah. And they don't have any gasoline to pour on their faces (laughs) to protect them like last time. Oh, my God. Miss that. It was fun. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, there's bees everywhere. It's a total nightmare. Oh my god, they're run, run, running. Um, they 
reach the door, they get like blasted with fans to like kill all of the bees. And then they go outside in a panic. And Mulder's like, oh my God, did you get stung? And Scully's like, no, I think I'm okay. Mulder's okay. So, all right. They did not get stung by evil bees, but it was a close call. We're safe. We're safe from the bees forever. Thank a God. A bee will never hurt us for the rest of this movie. Not emotionally, not physically. No. Not physically. Not a single one. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not one. They look onto the... <laughs> Sorry, that was so dramatic. I had a little hiccup situation. Okay, Whew. so they're out of the dome. It's night. They look out onto the horizon and see a light approaching and realize that some black helicopters with searchlights are chasing them down. So Uh-oh. they start running in the corn. Uh, they scream for each... They somehow get separated immediately, uh, which is fun because then they scream for each other, which means we get a lot of good scully which are quite good you know fan service moment number four. Oh, for sure that's yeah. that's a fan service uh they do manage to evade the helicopters but it's a very tense and spooky scene and they reconnect on the other side of the corn maze after doing some marco polo scalet and they see that the helicopters have disappeared but they don't have time to think about that they just scramble up the hill and get back in their car yeah spooky wow oh. yikes so we make it back to Washington. Uh, Skinner is waiting outside of the OPE hearing room. He's mad. He's got his hands on his hips. Um, Scully makes it like just, she's like a little late, but like basically she made it. She fixes her hair in the mirror. Um, so basically she came straight here from Texas. So they walk inside. Skinner's ex-wife is not happy to see her, but or she's not happy that she's late. Mm, she hates being late. Uh, yes. And Scully says, all right, I have new evidence um, from Dallas. I've got bone fragments from the bomb site. Um, This is kind of cross-cut with Mulder. He shows up to the bar with Alvin, and he says that he found the virus B site. Um, I don't know. Scully's talking about how Terry O'Quinn was probably involved. Um, Mulder tells Alvin that he saw the experiment, but they were chased off. a small fan disservice moment because we do not get a bees and bee husbandry line. Yeah, a little messed up. We're frankly. talking about bees so much and nothing. Where's Marita? Nothing. She, yeah. I, she better have been like the trailer voiceover. She was like, <laughs> "You're never going to be more afraid of bees and bee husbandry than when you see the X Files." <laughs> yes, I assume. Yes, absolutely. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Skinner's ex-wife asks Scully if she has any actual evidence, and Scully says no. But we do see when the camera pans behind her, there's a little bee, and it crawls out of her collar, and then it crawls back in and hides under there. That won't be Uh-oh. important. Oh, I'm not worried about that don't one. Don't worry about the bee. It's fine. Uh, yeah, still at the bar, Mulder and Alvin are talking, and Mulder is like, okay, the plot of this movie is that the crops are genetically altered, so the pollen carries the virus, and then the bees carry the pollen. And the doctor's like, yep, I don't have any answers, though. Peace. <laughs> and he starts, like, walking away, and Mulder's like, wait a minute, you didn't know Scuba Bill. You've just been using me to gather information for your books. And then they end up back in the alley again, and they're yelling at each other, and the doctor is like... I'm putting my own ass on the line. And Mulder's like, your ass? What about my ass? And it's the whole thing. Uh, and then Mulder looks up and sees like some mysterious man in a suit on a fire escape who was listening to this whole conversation. That's probably fine. 
Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Hmm. Well, Mulder heads back to his apartment. He tosses off his jacket because he's just so mad. Mm -hmm. He's just so PO'd. So he checks the family photo album. Um, I don't know why he didn't just go to Tina and ask her if she knew Alvin. (laughs) She'd be very helpful. I love remembering. Yeah. So he does, in fact, see a younger Alvin in the family photo. Boo. Boo. So I guess he was there. So uh, Scully shows up. She's tired. She's mad. Um, she hasn't even had a chance to snack yet. Um, she also unfortunately says that she has been officially transferred to Salt Lake City. Oh. Effective immediately. Salt Lake City? <laughs> it's worse than Omaha. Oh, my God. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> Haven't been to either place. A lot farther away. True. From D.C. A lot more salty. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, so fate worse than death. That's not good. <laughs> we love you. If you listen in Salt Lake City, we love you. Thank you yeah, for yeah, listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so she's decided, all right, so if they're transferring me, I guess that's it. I gave Skinner my letter of resignation. That's it. Um, Mulder's like, no, you can't quit now. We're just so close. Um, and... He asks her how she could just walk away from all of this. It, again, he's like, I need you. End of sentence. On this, yeah. Scully. <laughs> yeah. He's like about to cry. Uh, it's yes. not going well. He really is. And Scully Scully is feeling pretty down in the dumps. She's like, Mulder, you, didn't, you never really needed me. You never have. Um, all I've done is just hold you back. And Scully. Mulder looks heartbroken. What show were you this? watching, Scully? No, She's watching the Wikipedia summary show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I never was important at all. That's why I got paid so much less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Mulder's watching the real show, so mm-hmm. he's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And Scully just leaves, and so Mulder's like... All right, it's time. It's a movie. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a speech. I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make a move. It. Hell yeah! So he rushes after her into the hallway, ready to make a scene. And he's like, you know, if you can, if you want to tell yourself that, so you can just quit with a clean conscience, you know, go ahead. But you're wrong. And Scully is like, you know, the only reason they assigned me to you in the first place was to debunk your work, to rein you in, and shut you down. And then Mulder takes like a deep breath. He's like. But Scully, you saved me, you know, as difficult and frustrating as it's been sometimes. Your rationalism and science has saved me a thousand times over. You kept me honest. You made me a whole person. Oh, come on. Um, I owe you everything, Scully, and you owe me nothing. Um, I don't know if I can do this alone, and I don't even know if I can. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then we all start crying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Including Skelly. He gives yeah. her puppy dog eyes. She starts tearing up. They gaze at one another. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They gaze. Well, there's neighbors are like, God damn it, not again. Uh-huh. <laughs> more more stuff in our hallway. Uh-huh. Uh, they hug. Skelly buries her face in his chest. Then she pulls back, grabs his head, smooches his little forehead. Hello? He leans down for a forehead smooth. Hello? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on. Then they rest their foreheads on one another. And then they tenderly cradle each other's faces. <laughs> they really do. What's happening? They really do. They're crying. They're holding the backs of each other's necks. They stare into each other's eyes. Oh, my God. They start approaching. Oh. Lips. It, oh. 
are about to lock. Is this happening? It's, okay. 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 We're like three inches apart. Okay. It's it's the movie, so it's going to happen. We're two inches apart. Okay. Their lips, they're closing their eyes. Yeah. They're one inch apart. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm so ready. They're closing in. Okay. They're going to start making out in this hallway. Right. I'm so... It's about to happen. Ready. Okay. Half an inch. Okay. One third of an All inch. All right. This is going to happen one any fourth second. One fourth of an inch. <laughs> and then Skelly goes, Ow! <laughs> And she gets stung by a alien virus bee and dies. Boo! <laughs> Before they can kiss. Um, now this is a fan disservice moment. Yeah, it's a big one. This might be knock it back to like negative twenty. I don't know. This is, this is tough. This you, is tough. You do kind of have to give it to them that it is incredibly funny. It, I did laugh hysterically. <laughs> Upon first watching, because um, yeah. it is quite funny, mm-hmm. but so annoying, of course. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, they did have, listen, they did have quite a moment before They were before clearly that. going to kiss. <laughs> so, um, explain yeah. your way out of this one. That was a platonic gaze. <laughs> okay. That was a platonic declaration of love and devotion. I can't okay. even count the number of times I've done that with a coworker. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, definitely. common. Mm-hmm. You see it in the work hallway all the time. I wish I didn't. It's like, no, there's James and Deborah mm-hmm. holding tenderly holding each other's faces and approaching lip lock and territory. Yeah. Get HR out here. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah. Make them stop. Yeah. They're too hot. Too hot to stop. Basically. Yeah. Um, Unless this dang bee gets in the way. Goddamn bee. Ay, ay, ay. I'm sick of this shit. So, cock blocked by a bee. I hate that. I tell you what, Mulder does get a little hair stroke in before he realizes oh. something is seriously astray. He's just like, oh, it's fine. You just got stung by a bee. Don't worry about it. We can still make out. Yeah. And Scully's like, oh, no, I'm actually dying. <laughs> and then she dies. Oh, no. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go call an ambulance because this seems to be quite serious. He, like, delicately places her on the floor and runs to the ambulance like, I can't believe I killed her by almost smooching her. This is just what they warned me about in abstinence-only sex ed. Yeah. <laughs> you try to smooch before you're married, she'll die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mild spoilers, but this is what happened to Bo and uh, Bo is afraid. A little, yeah? Mm-hmm. 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 Just saying. Yeah. Did Tina have some weird relationship with Mulder? I don't think that's the vibe, is it? No. They don't seem very close. Not at all. Yeah. But Scoopa Bill was kind of a giant dick monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Spoilers for Bo is <laughs> yeah, well, afraid. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I guess so. Hmm. Um... All right, all yeah. right. Well, yeah. Whew. So, whew. what a what a moment! They what almost pooched. They 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 they, did. they declared their love in not so many words. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's uh, platonically. Pl- n- well, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. No. Uh, the uh, what's the phrase? The um, what is the phrase that I'm thinking of? I don't know. Like uh. Where you're denying something. The lady uh, doth protest. No, no, no. It's like, uh, it. Do- I can't think of it. It doesn't Deny- matter. Denial is a Plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. Your plausible deniability is wearing thin. It really is. Yes. It really is. Yes. Unless yes. Chris was doing this with every platonic crewmate that he had. I sure hope not. <laughs> Chris and Vince Ooh. Gilligan? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that's what they're into, yeah. I'm happy for them. Thank but... you. Let's not judge. Okay. That's part of the writing process. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
All right, all right. We'll talk okay. about it more later. <laughs> we will. We're we, not done yet. We got some more stuff to say, but all right. Let's let's switch gears here. Mm-hmm. Scully's dying, <laughs> so this is bad. Yeah, because Mulder tried to smooch her. Very pre-marriage. True. Very. Yeah. She's Catholic. That's true. Come on. What if she's just goofing on him? That would have been very <laughs> funny. If only. Yeah. If only. Probably not. So Mulder does call po- call 911. The paramedics arrive. They wheel Scully out into the ambulance. Uh, Mulder demands to know what hospital they're taking her to. And then the driver just shoots Mulder in the head. Which is a lot of comedy scenes back to back. What if you ask an ambulance driver where they were taking someone and they just shot you in the face? They're just creating more work for themselves. Yeah. You know? Oh, typical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. I guess. I guess. I don't think they're being paid on commission for picking up bodies. That would be scary. What if they started paying ambulance drivers mm-hmm. on commission? It would be a lot more accidents, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Makes you think. <laughs> Black helicopters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, so that sucks. So we do see Scully getting loaded into one of the evil bio beds um, on a plane at night. And the smoking man is also there watching her, which I don't care for. And she just kind of looks like Sleeping Beauty, who's about to die because she got smooched. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are also much easier ways of killing people. I'll just say that. That is also true. Yeah. This is, yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> so Mulder wakes up at the hospital to see the lone gunman watching over him represent. Woo! Is this another point for fan service or is this sure these are just characters i feel like these are characters that you wouldn't necessarily expect to show up so yeah, yeah. Okay. so up to five well i don't know Unless what we negatives we we did kind of negative so we're we're like at negative 16 now <laughs> i think it makes sense for us to just count the positives okay. and then we can take off the top okay so where are we at now we're at five five okay uh, so we learn you know Mulder's quipping about how they're the wizard of oz dude so we know he's okay we learned that the bullet just grazed his head, and then he immediately is like, where's Scully? <laughs> and we learned that the 9-11 call that he made was intercepted, and that Scully had a reaction to this honeybee. Mulder tries to get up, because he's got to go find Scully, but Skinner arrives and is like, don't worry about it, I'll find her, and then I'll get to smooch her. It'll be great. And Mulder's <laughs> like, no, huh? you cannot take her from me. Um, but Skinner does not want Mulder to leave this room because then the conspiracy people are going to know that he is on the case. So Mulder has to pretend to be Byers so he can sneak out with the other lone gunman while Byers stays in the hospital room to pretend to be Mulder. He's got the easier job. He Mm -hmm. just has to lie in a bed. Yeah. Pretty good deal. Unless they decide to shoot him in the head. Granted. Skinner stays around, though. He's like, I don't have anything better to do in this movie, so I'll stick around. Uh, And so... Mulder is able to sneak out of the hospital. Thanks, lone gunman. And then he just jogs around downtown at night, and he, like, throws Byer's coat on the ground, yeah. which seemed unnecessarily rude. He could have just kept it on, but whatever. Uh, that's fine. And then we cut back he to probably, I wish he would have, like, flexed out of it. You know? <laughs> like the rock in, yeah. was it, Fast 7 or, or something, yeah. Where he flexes out of his cast. Best. Best part of the whole movie. Amazing flick. <laughs> best part of the whole series. Ra- maybe. Actually. Maybe. Sorry, Ben. Um, candy ass. <laughs> yeah, in a, in an Instagram caption, The Rock called Vin Diesel and and other members of the Fast and the Furious cast candy asses, which is quite funny. It's the funniest insult. Love it. Yeah, love it. Kick wrong. Love their uh, beef. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we cut back to Alvin, who is I guess just living in an alleyway at this point because he's still in an alleyway. It's he's the only not- thing he deserves. <laughs> That's true. I mean- That's true. 
Um, and he's just like jogging around <laughs> in this alleyway. I guess he's got to get his exercise. But he gets confronted suddenly by the well manicured man, and he realizes he's surrounded by other syndicate people. And we learn that he's clearly going to die. But it's not that bad because he's got terrible energy. So we are not that sad to see him go. Fan service moment number six. <laughs> Yes. Or is this a half? Is it's it, a full point for me. It's a, like 20 points for me, but to be fair, one point. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not really fan service no, at all. It's not. Okay, If fine. we're being really fair. Fine. They can't just introduce a horrible man and kill him for fan service. Okay, Amanda and Ella fan service, yeah. point number one. That's a completely separate thing <laughs> okay, that cool. would be like rocketed to the stratosphere if like, for example, they showed scuba bill scooping. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> we wish. Um, was it a pool party in that picture <laughs> you were looking at? I didn't they, notice. They looked like they were maybe on a coast. Mm. They might have been near water. Okay. That's good I mean, enough for me. I think me. they were having a picnic. <sighs> Boo. I know. I know. Lame. Yeah. So Mulder goes into that bar again looking for Alvin, but he cannot find him. Um, he goes into the alleyway and Alvin is not there, but Mulder does see the well-manicured man. And it seems like they're probably loading a body into their trunk. <laughs> they're just like awkwardly, not suspiciously at all, closing mm-hmm. their trunk. And so Mulder asks uh, the well-manicured man well, where Scully is and uh, the well-manicured man. It's hard to say many times yeah. in succession. Um, the woman. The woman um, says that he'll tell Mulder if he gets into the car and Mulder gets into the car. Of course. Of course. <clears throat> so the woman uh, gives Mulder the lowdown. So he gives Mulder a um, weak vaccine for Scully. So it's the same vaccine they developed with Marita. Yes. I think yes. so. Okay. So it has to be administered within 96 hours uh, or it's useless. He also gives Mulder uh, coordinates to where Scully is. And then he basically just kind of info dumps at Mulder. He's like, it's the movie. I'm going to tell you everything you want to know. It's time. It is time. Um, So he confirms for sure that the virus is extraterrestrial, um, the original inhabitant of the planet. Um, I think that, what was his name? Um, Lord Roebuck uh, from Jose Chung. Oh, Lord Lord uh, Kinboat. I think Lord Kinboat would have something to say about that. What the hell? Unless he's a black oil guy. He could be. Maybe. Um, It remains to be seen. Yeah. Ambiguous. I assume that's a season six plotline. Yeah, definitely. Um, So he says that the virus is old as hell and very dangerous. And he talks about how aliens arrived here millions of years ago. Those that didn't leave have been waiting dormant in the ice since the last ice age in the form of a pathogen waiting to be reconstituted into the or by the alien race when it comes to colonize the planet using us as hosts. Whew. I don't like that. That's not good. No. And against this, um, the backroom boys have no defense. They just have this lame-ass vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassing. Um, He confirms that the well-manicured man... Oh, 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 okay, okay. The vaccine does seem to prevent death even after you've been infected for like 96 hours, which, I don't know, that sounds like a cure to me, but... Yeah. Whatever. Again, not really like, if you've already got a guy growing inside of you that's yeah. not what a vaccine does and also how is that weak what do they expect it to do um it's fine i i think does it does it cure you forever or does it just cure this instance like if uh, scully got black oil again 
That's fair. Which, but would that mean that Mulder is not immune to black oiling? That's what I'm wondering. Oh. Is that why it's weak? Because it only works once. Maybe. It doesn't work forever. You got to get an alien booster. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess they were, they were operating under the assumption that, like, if you got black oiled, you would just be, like, mind controlled or whatever. Yeah. So it's like a whole different thing. That's fair. Okay. Hmm. Right? Probably. I don't know. Interesting. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the woman confirms that he did know Mulder's father. And um, yeah, up until this point, the syndicate just thought that the virus would just control us, that they would uh, create this mass infection that would make humanity a slave race. And they didn't know that aliens start to gestate inside somebody when they're infected for long enough. Gross. So that's kind of a cool when we (laughs) get our bodies used to grow something else that we didn't consent to. Mm hmm. Human women, that's fine. That's yeah, yeah. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, but when it's me, <laughs> a that's man, not okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, again, Alien did that plotline better. Yes, Alien did many plotlines better. <laughs> yes, granted, but including this one. Yeah. So he says that the uh, syndicate have been. I keep calling on this syndicate. I know. What the I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm I mean sorry. the backroom boys. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I guess we have to acknowledge that's their real name. Yeah. But but they're the backroom boys to us. Yeah. So they have been cooperating with the aliens to get access to the virus in hopes that they could secretly develop a cure. Um, and they've kind of got this vaccine. Um, so then Mulder's like, okay, is this what my father sacrificed my sister, Samantha Mulder, who disappeared <laughs> September 1972 or whatever it was? I don't know. Yeah, for real. Because the audience a little yeah, info dump about absolutely, her. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, the well manicured man is like, okay, well, without a vaccine, you know, the only survivors are going to be the people immune to infection, which are human alien clones. I guess that, yeah. So the only ones safe are the clones. Yeah. And so any humans are not. Yeah. And so Bill allowed Samantha to be taken to a cloning program so she would survive as a genetic hybrid. Mm. Mm. So he did have a favorite kid after all. I figured. <laughs> yeah. Fox. No offense. But would he yeah. be your favorite? Um, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it just feels like not... The, I don't know. Bill Mulder feels like he would have already been clashing with a teenage son. Yeah, I guess so. And he's got a delicate little ego, so he couldn't handle that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And Fox kept splashing him when he was in the pool. <laughs> so... And he just looks so sad all the time. He did. Yeah. Just such a bummer. Oh, even when he was vibes. like 11. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? I feel like we saw him. Oh, that's true. He, he did. Look sad and well, he started looking sad when his the family life started falling apart, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's got bad vibes. Fair enough. <laughs> if he could roll with the punches okay. like Samantha. Just be normal. Just be cool. Be better. Whatever. Be more interesting. Mm. Bill Mulder's not a good man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he's talking about how Bill really hoped that Mulder would uncover the secrets behind the project, that he would stop it, that he would be able to fight the future. Title drop. Also, is that really what he wanted? Uh, (laughs) Because he didn't make that clear to me. He could have been more obvious about that, frankly. I don't know. So Mulder is just having a lot of plot thrown at him right now. And so he asks the well-manicured man why he is telling him all of this. And so he says... 
for the sake of his grandchildren. Mm, um, he does care about them. I guess so. So he says, yeah, I mean, I basically told you all of this. My t- my life is going to be forfeit. It sucks real bad. Um, Mulder asks about Alvin. The well-manicured man doesn't answer, but he's in the trunk. We know. Yeah. And nobody's sad about it. No. So Mulder's like, okay, I'm done hearing about plot. Let me out of this car. I got to get my girl. (laughs) Uh, But they like child lock the car so he can't get out. (laughs) And they're like, I I was ordered to kill the doctor. And then he like just holds up a gun at Mulder. And he's like, I was also ordered to kill you, Mulder. But then he shoots the driver instead. And he's like, get get out of here. Trust no one. And Mulder's like. Deep throat throwback. Mm -hmm. Represent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I assume they were friends. Mulder gets out of the car. The well-manicured man is like, you have precious little time. The alien colonists don't know a vaccine exists. Its introduction to Scully may kill the virus, but it will reveal to the aliens that we have a vaccine. Oh, oh, oh no. My uh, God. And then he's just like, go, go, Mulder, go. And he points the gun it's at not Mulder. not even remotely what he sounds <laughs> Not like. even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And Mulder's like, this dude just got shot in the face and he's already getting another gun pointed at him. Mm-hmm. Incredibly rude. But Mulder walks away down the alley and then the well-manicured man gets back in the car and it just fucking explodes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, he was just driving Mulder around in a car bomb car? I think so. That's rude. What if is. something had happened? I don't know. Who'd have ruined the whole plot? I guess. Hey, he was really confident. Yeah. It's not going to go off. Yeah. I- and Mulder does get knocked on his ass by the explosion, but he's got to get up because he's got to go find Scully. Mm-hmm. So I guess the well manicured man is dead. Yeah, R.I.P. Miss him. He's only been gone for one second, but I miss I know. him. No, he was one of my favorite backroom boys. He was one of the only good ones. Yeah, the rest of them suck. Yeah, at least he went to Mulder's funeral. You know. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, I feel like the only two good ones are him and i mean the smoking man isn't good but he's at least enjoyable yeah the rest of them just kind of suck they're just kind of there yeah i like phil the phone guy well he's cool i don't know if he counts as a no backroom boy though they wouldn't say so no no hmm. well uh poor one out mm-hmm. funeral dirges sad 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 i miss him we go to Antarctica. Mm. 48 hours later, we are really going global. Yeah, and we're cutting it close. Yeah. We got 96 hours, dude. Mm-hmm. So Mulder is driving around in a fun little truck. What do you call that? I don't know. It's uh, like a snow truck. I don't snow know. Snow truck. It's got like tank kind treads. of treads so it yeah. can go in the snow. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. I would like one. Um, so he's shown up in his, um, what's that? Uh that outdoor clothing company, Timberland, not Timberland. That's one of them. The other, uh, North Patagonia, Face. North Face. Or Patagonia, whatever. Yeah, he's shown yeah. up in his like North Face jacket. Yeah, he's ready. Um, he's, he's voguing again. He is. He's not wearing a hat. No. Because he doesn't want to get hat hair. His hair's got to be out. No. It's the movie. Mm-hmm, I understand. Mm-hmm. But he's literally an Antarctica. <laughs> it's cold. He's being uh, warmed by the passion of his love for Skelly. I guess so. Come on. All right, fine. So he arrives at the coordinates that the well-manicured man gave him, but there's nothing here. Um, so there is kind of like a rocky hill right up ahead. So he climbs up to the top. And at the other end, he does see a base camp that kind of looks like the E.T. camp, but like a little more uh, uh, permanent. So he looks through his binoculars. He sees a bunch of domes. He sees movement. There's people walking around without hats, without gloves, with their coats unzipped. Insane. 
So Mulder's like, all right, I got to go there. So he goes jogging through the snow, but he does not make it to the camp. Instead, he falls into a big icy X-Files hole in the ground. There's a lot of X-Files holes in this episode. There are. Yeah. Terrifying. Icy cave. Ice cave. Represent. Uh... And Mulder kind of explores the cave. He sees there's an evil little tunnel that goes even deeper. And he, much braver than I am, gets into that little tunnel and starts exploring. He's like, claustrophobia who? I don't know her. Classic Mulder. Come on. Uh, We do get some dramatic screeching string music that I liked a lot. And he, you know, through this tunnel manages to enter another big old sci-fi set. It's like this green, dark green evil ice cavern thing. It's like got a sickly glow about it. The walls are like kind of sweating a little bit. Uh, It's very gross. And he rubs some snow off one of the walls and sees that there's a person encased in this ice. So... We are nervous that Skelly might be in one of them. Doesn't he see an... I think he sees an alien here. Oh, is an alien? And, like, later oh, okay. he sees people. Because I think the this one is farther along. Oh, right? okay. I, maybe. I think this you one... Can tell an, me anything? I think this okay. one is an alien. Okay. And it's already gestated. So he sees a spooky little guy. Yes. But they're spooky little guys, but they're still in the ice? Even after they gestate? I think so. Waiting for colonization to happen? Yes. I think they're just, okay. like, dormant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like being stored for invasion, I guess. Cold storage. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Weird. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, topside, the smoking man is being driven up to Mulder's abandoned vehicle and sees his footsteps going into the cavern. So he's like, "Mm, I think something might be going on. I think we might have an invade. Uh, I guess he's British now because (laughs) the little manicured man is dead. His soul entered the smoking man. Okay, fair enough. Mm, It looks like Mulder is here. (laughs) Oh, goodness. We've got to start the alarm. (laughs) Yep. Smoking. Yep. That's exactly what he sounds like. Yes. Downstairs, Mulder is walking through the chamber. Where is Scully? Where is she? He's God jogging around going, Scully, 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 Scully. <laughs> I need my smooch. You can't find her. Um, he was cruelly uh, snatched. He almost got a smooch. Yeah. So uh, he arrives. There's like a big, huge, evil shaft going even farther down below. There's blue light. There's steam everywhere. It's very alien-y. It's very sci-fi. So then he continues walking out into a huge spaceship. It is absolutely massive. Um, Pretty cool design, too. I enjoyed it. Uh, It, again, just reminded me of Alien, kind of very H.R. Geiger Mm kind of fun. I assume it's like a... What do you call it? Where you have like a painted thing matte painting, and a matte thing. painting. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Looks like um, it. Yeah, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. It uh, it worked out. Um, the music almost turns into like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, for it one really second. does. What? It, and then it, they pull it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess Lord of the Rings is copying this one. Yeah, Howard Shore. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Howard Shore, Mark Snow, Battle fight, Royale. Fight. fight. Yeah, yeah, cage match. Yeah. Composer cage match. <laughs> I love it. So uh, Mulder looks around. He does see a bio, an abandoned bio bed, like way at the bottom of the shaft. So like, he's like, all right, that's got to be where Scully is. So he goes climbing down a slimy, cold ass ladder. Looks pretty gross. But unfortunately, he does slip on the goo and he falls. The goo has betrayed oh him. Mulder's love of goo led him to this. Yeah. This is horrible. 
It's like the the Ben Wyatt, the Calzones have betrayed me, but the goo has betrayed me. It's tragic. He loves alien goo. I know. Oh my God. It's not right. I hate this. Yeah. So he goes sliding down the chili slide. Basically. (laughs) He was paying attention to fully into you. Yeah. Um, so he like, yeah, he like, he's going down this giant icy shaft. It does not look, uh, fun. Oh. (laughs) It's like a big slide. (laughs) Okay. You know, it'd be fun to go down. It would not be fun to land. True. Yeah. True. But since Mulder is the main character, he does manage to catch himself at the last second. Um, he makes it all the way down to the bottom of the shaft. He runs up to the bio bed. He finds some abandoned clothes and Scully's cross necklace. Mm -hmm. He grabs it and takes it with him. Um, the third time he's rescued this necklace. I think so. Or is it only the second? Uh, what? Yeah. Her abduction. And then this, was there another one? It feels like there was another time. It does. I guess they got it back from Emily. Mm, that's I think that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, it's going to be embarrassing when she just like loses it in a run of the mill kind of thing. Like, I don't know. She's yeah. like playing pickup basketball. Oops. Yep. <laughs> and it falls off. Sad. You know how she does. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kelly pickup basketball. Dana. <laughs> nope. Said her, said her last name first. Yes. Which does not work for nicknames. No. Can you start talking again? <laughs> yes. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what you're saying either. <laughs> Sorry. So he goes into another chamber. He finds some more frozen uh, tubes, this time filled with people, I think. Mm. Um, so they're all infected. Um, and he does find Scully. She's frozen inside the green chamber. There's a big tube in her mouth. Um, oh, my God. He's got to save her. He just kind of, like, taps on the glass a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work, buddy, but uh, that's okay. He's trying. Um, outside, the cigarette smoking man arrives at the base camp. He tells everyone to secure the station. They have a breach. So Mulder is trying to get into Scully's uh, tank. He grabs like a big like air air tank or something off the bio bed, and he just like hammers through the ice in Scully's chamber. All the icy water drains out. He rips apart the ice. And then he ejects her with the vaccine. Um, she blinks and kind of shudders a little bit. And then everything in the tube, like, drains out and desiccates. It's pretty gross. That's so gross. It's kind it's of a lot of squelching noises. It does. And pulsating movements. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Um, I kind of like the, I don't know, set design of, like, how Scully looked here. It was very spooky. Yeah. Very she creepy did not and gross. Well. No. This is what it felt like to get the COVID vaccine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but then, like, just after Scully kind of moves after the vaccine, there's a huge rumble that shakes the entire station. What's that all about? That's probably fine. I wouldn't worry mm. about it. Uh, up top, the smoking man sees that there's a containment in the system and realizes that Mulder contaminant. has... Contaminant in the system. Yep, that's <laughs> the word. And realizes that Mulder has the vaccine. Scully seems to start like moving and showing signs of life. So Mulder pulls the cord out of her throat, and it is so gross. It's very really gooey, nasty, gooey. See, it's like a lot of squelching noises as he's like pulling this out of her throat. She's choking. It's bleh. yeah, it's gross. It's pretty gnarly. And he like is begging her to breathe. She's coughing up alien stuff, and she does eventually manage to start breathing and say something. But the only thing she can say is cold cold fair enough so he drags her out of this uh ice thing and you know r.i.p to everyone who is not scully here because they're all gonna die (laughs) should have been scully yeah 
uh smoking man is still like okay shit it's happening it's happening everybody abandon your post let's get out of here <laughs> we gotta get out of here um and he's like Mulder's gonna die whatever we gotta get out it does not matter anymore so no idea what's going on but it's dramatic things are shaking it's bad Mulder is, meanwhile, lovingly wrapping Skelly in her jacket and carrying her bridal style out of the area. And then he does, unfortunately, have to make her climb a giant ladder, even after she was just alienified. She doesn't have any energy for this. No. Come on. She's sleepy. She's sleepy. She hasn't had any snacks. Not for so long. Okay. Alternate theory. Mm -hmm. Did Skelly collapse not because a bee stung her, but because she didn't have any snacks and her blood pressure Blood sugar yeah. crashed. Yes. Probably. Yeah. That makes more sense, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, so the cigarette smoking man and everyone else is evacuating the station. They are driving away from the station at full tilt. So we know something bad is going to happen. Mulder and Scully are trying to get out of the station. They're climbing. Um, down below, all of the chambers are melting very rapidly. There's aliens chittering everywhere. They're climbing out. It's getting pretty scary. So they're climbing. Cigarette Smoking Man's driving away. It's uh, We're ramping up to a climax. Oh, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Scully is having a hard time climbing so much, but she's doing her best. They go up more levels. There's more melting chambers. There's a full-grown alien there. He's looking mad as hell. Um, Scully passes out, um, and Mulder sets her down. He does some CPR on her, so they get like a, you know, like a half kiss. Yeah, they, you know, there's nothing more romantic than CPR in my experience. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. I assume that's what they were sort of going for. <laughs> I don't know. Let's give them something. Sure. Um, maybe... <laughs> Maybe if you like splice the two scenes together, like, like just their lips, like cut out their lips, <laughs> like right before she gets stung, and you just take the the next footage and like flip it sideways so it looks like they're standing up. <laughs> Is that anything? Yes, if I had video editing skills, I would be doing that right now. I do actually really want that. That would be very funny. <laughs> like a like one of the. Little things that Twitter fan cams. Mm-hmm. A little fan cam of that. Yeah. Still about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to edit video and mm-hmm. I'll there, make it happen. There's nothing more romantic than this moment <laughs> when she's like coughing up alien goo. Yeah. Well, for M- Mulder loves goo. He loves it. That was his dream. He was like, I hope when I kiss Skelly, she oozes goo out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Definitely. Um, Scully does wake up, thankfully. Um, she starts coughing, and then we get a little callback. She's like, I had you big time. They smile at each other. It's pretty cute. So she was joking. She just wanted him to give her CPR. (laughs) As always, she's goofing on him. Mm -hmm. So Mulder, aliens start bursting out of the chambers left and right. Mulder lifts her up into a vent up above. Mulder climbs up after her. He gets his ankle grabbed by an alien, but he just gets free. There's aliens everywhere. They are so gooey. Yeah. Very gooey. Sticky aliens. Mm Mm-hmm. So Scully and Mulder climb as fast as they can. There are aliens in hot pursuit. Um, an alien, they like get up top and then an alien does jump out at them, but it gets like blasted back by steam. I guess. Is that what happened? Or just know. like fell? Or like the thing is like starting to go up, I guess. The big old mm, ship. I don't know. Maybe. So things are moving. It falls. Yeah. Is the important part. So there's steam venting everywhere and then they climb up onto the surface and they just make it so they're safe now yeah they're fine fun. they can just relax right? thank god yeah. finally mm-hmm. 
Uh, unfortunately, the ground is cracking and creaking, and Mulder starts dragging Skelly away as the hole in the ground starts caving in rapidly and expanding quite a bit. Um, it seems like they're maybe not going to be able to outrun the collapse Uh-oh. of whatever is happening. And they run, run, run. The hole gets bigger and bigger and bigger, faster and faster and faster. And oh my God, it catches up to them and they fall into the hole. (gasps) Our heroes are dead. Oh my God. The movie? (laughs) Just kidding. A giant alien spacecraft comes out of the hole and shoves them up and deposits them on the snow. Uh, Skelly lands face down so she doesn't have to look at the alien spacecraft. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mulder stares up at it in wonder. It's like this gigantic uh, UFO flying saucer kind of thing it's got green lights it's got it does have a really cool design Mm -hmm. i don't know i liked it i don't know how to describe it very like small details on this big old ufo it's uh strangely beautiful yeah Mm i like it yeah and you know the music is swelling Mulder's like hitting skelly on the (laughs) the arm like look up look up look up there's a big old ufo it is massive as well yeah it's humongous. And Skelly's like, I don't care. I'm dying. <laughs> and Mulder's like, fine, whatever. And it goes over the horizon. And once it's gone, Skelly's like, okay, now I can get up. And then Mulder just dies. I don't know if he like dies because he's so sad <laughs> that she didn't see the UFO. But then um, he just passes out. I think he just wanted to be held. Oh, maybe. He's I like, I've, I've passed out Skelly. And then she like holds him like, I don't know, like a, an art sculpture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's collapsed in her arms. Yeah. Drama, drama, drama. Yeah. Um, and then we like get, get a nice helicopter shot pulling out, showing them next to this gigantic cavernous crater left by this alien spaceship. I sure hope Mulder's truck is still there. It was <laughs> run out of gas anyway. Did it? Yeah. He like stopped, I think. I thought he was like really low on gas, wasn't he? I think he just stopped because he had reached the coordinates. Oh, I thought he was also low on gas. I hope not. Well... <laughs> I mean, I, I guess they somehow made it back. But. I think it's gone either way, though. Okay. All right. It was a big hole. Yeah, it was. Big hole. Yeah. I don't know. Sad. I miss that alien spaceship. <laughs> I can't believe they left. Where did they go? Did they I, leave yeah, Earth? Where did they go? <laughs> or did they just go to, like, Arctica? Uh, That's what I call it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's not funny. That's funny. Arctic. I'm laughing. Because, like, Antarctica. It was kind of funny, but now it's not. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well... Somehow, mm-hmm. Mulder and Scully schlep back to. Is there any? Phoebe? Well, no, I was going to say, are there like any cities in Antarctica? Oh. I mean, not like a city, but like where all the scientists hang out. Yeah, science, the, sci- the science club. Simmons Base. Just made that up. It's I probably like that. Simmons Base. That was nice. <laughs> I will say it. Okay. They head back to Simmons Base. And then back to the FBI. Yep. So we are, for the last time, sitting in on our OPE hearing. Um, Everyone's sitting here just kind of unloading. Skinner's ex-wife is like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Uh, Everything that you've told me has made me more confused. And Skinner's like, welcome to the (laughs) X-Files. Yes. Represent. Mm -hmm. So even though now they do have some evidence that Terry O'Quinn was involved or was probably involved, all of the evidence they have brought to light is just so strange and wild. They just can't figure out what like really happened. And this is kind of cross cut. We see someone stealing the uh, bone fragments that were left in the Texas field office. So that's not good. 
Uh, Skinner's ex-wife is like, a lot of the events in Scully's report just kind of defy belief. We see some more tanker trucks being covered up and rebranded as corn oil. I don't That's think so. That's not what's in there. It's big old alien virus. It is. Um, and uh, all of the evidence that they've uncovered, like... It's compelling, but it's very strange, and it doesn't really fall under the rubric of domestic terrorism. And Scully's like, no, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, We also see the uh, corn crops are being burnt and being destroyed, so all of their evidence is going bye-bye. Typical. Typical X-Files. And so the Skinner's ex-wife is saying that they really can't pursue this investigation until they have some, like, hard evidence. And so Scully's like, she's been waiting for this. So she stands up very dramatically. She walks up and she slams the bee down on the desk and she's like, here's your evidence. And then she has her uh, exciting uh, mic drop moment and she says... I don't believe the FBI currently has an investigative unit qualified to pursue the evidence at hand. Hell she yeah. marches out. Back, baby. <laughs> Woo! Um, and then, like, everyone in the room, like, stares at Skinner in unison. They're like, this is your problem. <laughs> you get Solve them back. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't believe she will agree to pretend like she believes in aliens just so that she can keep working with Mulder. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like that post where, like, Mulder's like, the the moon is made out of cream cheese, and Scully's like, that's crazy, what are you talking about? And somebody else says it, and she's like, the moon is made of cream cheese, he said that, what don't you understand? So. It's true. Yeah. It's beautiful, and I love that for them. It is. She's ride or die. Yeah. So we cut to Mulder on a bench, uh, reading the paper, which has an article about some supposed hantavirus (laughs) outbreak in Texas. I don't think so. Whatever. They're burying this again. They're hiding all the evidence and they're liars. They are. Scully arrives and tells Mulder that she told the panel all the evidence they have and that the virus is being transported by bees via pollen and the crops. And Mulder's just like, whatever. You're wasting your time. They're not going to believe it. Be-leave it? Oh. Interesting. Uh, It's not. (laughs) Be-lie? Okay, now it's interesting. Bring it back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mulder's done. He's sick of it. He's like, we keep getting really close to the truth, and then they just burn it down. <laughs> and I'm scared of fire, Skelly. I'm scared of fire. You're right to want to quit. You should get away from me. I don't want you to die because of my hollow personal cause. And Skelly's like, bitch, the X-Files are back. You're stuck <laughs> with me. <laughs> and it's like they're redoing their like vows for their 10th anniversary yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know. She's like, I'm choosing you again. We're doing the X-Files whether you want to or not. Uh, and the reason that she is invested is because she has seen what this virus can do and she knows that there is some sort of a cure. So they got to figure out some way to mass manufacture that and give it to people because maybe they can save some lives. You know, they've got to do something. Yeah. They have information that could be helpful. Uh, and then she grabs his hand and stares at him. And we get another call back where she's like, if I quit now, they win. Oh. Which is what he said to her earlier. Yeah. And, you know, they just stare at each other for a little bit. They don't smooch. No. But but they have a moment. They have a moment. And they found their purpose again. Yeah, they're back, baby. They're invested. They're back, baby. Woo! Are they going to get the same office, though? That remains to be seen. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll find Mm. out. I guess it'll be in L.A. either way. Yeah. Mm. Not in-universe, but... (laughs) Yeah, no, no. (laughs) That'd be Or in-universe, they move to L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. They get kicked to the field office. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Things are looking Excellent. up. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. 
They're looking up in uh, Mulder Scully land. We're happy to see it. But we're going to head to another land, Mm -hmm. Tunisia. We see some of those black helicopters flying over the desert again. Um, The cigarette smoking man is on the scene. He's carrying his jacket over his shoulder like a tart. Uh, (laughs) Show us the chest hair. Yep. I mean, he's it's hot. Like, come on. Just unbutton a couple. Come on. Come on. Um, so Strughold is here also looking sweaty, but not nearly as appealingly as, no. uh, you know, sex pot and cigarette smoky man. <laughs> I mean, does this count as fan service? <laughs> this counts as Amanda and Ellis. It's not even fan service no, for us. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I hate like to pull the curtain back. I'm just joking. You don't want to see his scraggly <sighs> chest hair? Not really. Wow. Not really. Sorry. Sorry. That's messed up. But I don't think you do either. He's fine. He's fine. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. So um, the smoking man says that Mulder has seen more than he should. He saw a whole ass spaceship, and a big one, mm-hmm. a cool one. Yeah. The coolest spaceship <laughs> they have. He keeps drawing cool comics of it yeah. and posting them online. Mm-hmm. It's really blowing up our spot. <laughs> yeah. But so Mulder is now reinvested and Strughold is like, well, Mulder is just but one man and one man alone cannot fight the future. But one man and one woman. Maybe. 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 So the smoking man shows Strughold some bad news. It seems to be a telegram. It's 1998 and they have like a telegram, but, you know, that's fine. They're old. (laughs) Yeah, they're cool. So Strughold reads it. We don't see what it says, but he reads it. He gets real mad and he just drops it on the ground and walks off. And then the camera pans down and we see that it says, X-Files reopened. Please advise. Nice. Woo! Woo! Represent. Nice. Does this count as a fan service moment? Probably. Probably. This is exciting. We're up to six. Nice, nice. Um, And then the smoking man, you know he's happy about it. He loves it. So he walks off too, and then we pan up and we see more fields of corn and more evil E.T. domes in the uh, distance. So the conspiracy continues. Nice. So how many of these uh, alien spaceships are there? I guess they're just everywhere. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Probably probably like eight. Eight. (laughs) I mean, maybe one per continent. Sure. There you go. Seven. Sure. Well, that's the end. And then we get some uh, inappropriate music. Not inappropriate. It starts off, like the credits start off with some cool Mark Snow style music for the first half. And then it just like devolves, (laughs) sorry, changes into just like an adult contemporary Foo Fighters song. That kind of, it's like, (laughs) I love you and I love ghosts too and we'll never be apart. (laughs) I love that. You should have Yeah. I thought the first song was fine, but yeah. the second song was weird. I didn't even really like the first song, but I could put up with it until we got to the second song, yeah. and then I just got mad. <laughs> and I got angry. Throwing things. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a TV anymore. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. Fien. 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 Wow. Movie, a movie in the bag. We're nice. done. Nice. We've seen it all. All right. Well, let's move on to a very special edition of the crew yeah the movie crew movie crew yeah so um chris carter and frank spotnitz wrote uh major parts of the script in hawaii Mm. they're just they're just partying Mm -mm -mm. vacationing watching x-files scripts sounds fun yeah um i wouldn't want to go to hawaii but you know somewhere other people would do you think they stayed at the white lotus 
Uh, yes. Okay. And okay. I do like to believe that... What's his name? My Ar- favorite guy. Armand. Armand was there. Yeah. Love I hope Armand. So. Oh. Did Armand suggest any plot elements? Mm. And which ones did he suggest? Would he have a weird relationship with the cigarette smoking man? <laughs> I feel like they could do something together. Um, maybe. Like, I'm imagining when Armand was a little younger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Um, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Could be. Know. Sure. I, I want to say yes. Yes. Thank you for going with Definitely. me on this. <laughs> All right. So they, yeah, so they did it over Christmas 1996. Um, so they use kind of the same method they use when writing episodes. So they like had their three by five index cards and they sketched out all the scenes for the show. And then by the time the Christmas break was over, they had like the main story and then uh when Chris Carter came back, he wrote the actual script. Um, he wrote half of the screenplay in 10 days. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah, dang. Um, Duke State. I guess so. Just banging it out. I mean, I guess he's used to writing like TV scripts. And you True. just kind of have to bang those out. So Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh. So I guess that's not impressive at all. I'm not actually impressed, Chris. I don't even care. Whatever. That's like one and a half episodes. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Try to impress me. Yeah. Um, so I guess it seemed to me like they did all of this. And then after that, he went to Fox to get them to greenlight the movie. So that I, feels right. I don't quite know. How to... I mean, sometimes you ask <laughs> permission know. and sometimes you ask forgiveness. Yeah, I don't. It seemed to me from the timeline I was reading that that's how it happened. So, you know, all right. I guess yeah. you got to have like a good idea True. to bring to them. They probably, like, had talked about it, you know, spitballing yeah. meetings. I guess that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Like, during production, they they went to great lengths to preserve all of their secrecy. So they printed their script on red paper to so that people couldn't photocopy it. Um, they leaked disinformation to the media, and they gave the film the code name uh, Project Blackwood. Mm, regular Drama. Marvel movie situation over here. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and of course, some Friday night freaks on the internet figured out that Project Blackwood was the X-Files. Yeah. So, you know, of course they did. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and then you can see in the North Texas scene, the, uh, the fire trucks that come, uh, they're on the trucks that says Blackwood County. Uh, so they kept a little bit of cute. it. cute. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. Um, so... I, I did like this sentence. Um, While gathering research materials, they learned that the Earth was once covered in ice and decided to open the film in Texas in 35,000 BC. So I like to think that this was the first time that they discovered this <laughs> while doing research. Well, oh my God. Did you know about this Ice Age thing? Oh, holy shit. Well, they didn't have the movie Ice Age yet, so exactly. they didn't know. How would they know? How That's why they, they made the movie to, yeah. uh, it, whatever, <laughs> educate. educate the people. <laughs> I assume, right? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. So... They were very excited to hire Martin Landau for the Uh, role. (laughs) Yeah. Did they think he was going to come with a different energy than he brought? Yeah. Um, So Martin Landau is, I guess, best known for the Mission Impossible show, which I haven't seen. Um, He did also play Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. Mm. Have you seen Ed Wood? I have seen Ed Wood. Um, He's good in that. Yeah, I don't remember it. I watched it recently, but... and he he was quite good in that. So he okay. he has the capacity to act okay. good. I just I don't blame him. He's just got yeah. bad vibes in this. He's like always skulking in it's an just alley, like a like weird a character. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. I feel like he wasn't bringing the the gravitas that he should have been bringing. No, you know, you compare him to your deep throats, your exes, your even Marita's, mm-hmm. and he comes lacking. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Also, I feel like almost the well-manicured man should have just taken been his, it. just been him. Yeah. And they could have used that space for something else. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, that would have worked. Because it was like he was basically doing all of the same stuff. Like yeah. if the well-manicured man had a change of heart earlier in the movie, then he could have given Mulder all that information and then got killed at the end. Yep. Like that would have made more sense. <laughs> yeah. Did they just want to squeeze in another actor? I guess so. The bigger name? Probably. Yikes. I don't no, know. you're right. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Where is the script doctor? Come on. Come on. Whatever. Um, so they had 45 days of principal photography in the hiatus between seasons four and five, and then further reshoots done during season five. We've talked about that at length. Exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, and then just a little bit of trivia. The movie opened on the same day as Mulan. Oh my God. I've seen Mulan. Mm -hmm. Not to brag. (laughs) (laughs) Not to brag. Just a statement of fact. Not to brag. You're not bragging. Great flick. It is a great flick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's all I got. Well, should we hop into a movie-style blazer watch? I would love to. Okay. These are going to be some movie-ass blazers. They better be. Yeah. They better be. Uh, One of the cavemen at the beginning has some Chris Carter hair that I think we commented (laughs) on briefly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like a little little bit of a a mullet situation, which was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... I mean, we kind of already talked about our favorite uh, fire chief. He he was wearing his fire helmet, even though he wasn't going down under um, to Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had his like strap, the strap of the helmet swinging everywhere, and uh, but he was wearing sunglasses because he had to look cool. Yes, so he well, didn't. He, he looked didn't. like a doofus. But I love him. What about my man? He was worried about his man. <laughs> okay. Not too worried. He was still sending him in. Yeah, that's true. To an evil X file hole, but yeah. that's fine. Uh, Mulder and Skelly have their little FBI jackets at the beginning mm-hmm. that are quite cute. Oh, yeah. Um, Scully was wearing a quite a fetching green suit towards mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, she's got, she's got some movie outfits in this. Because at the beginning in the hearing, she is wearing like kind of a longer skirt than I feel like she normally wears. Like it's down to her, I don't know, mid-calf or something. <laughs> Uh, and a suit jacket. And down like, to the soles of her feet. Down, <laughs> down to just, the core of the earth. Yeah, like, a, like a drawstring. <laughs> like a sleeping bag. It's really hard for her. She just kind of hops. <laughs> she has to be modest, you know? <laughs> she can't show too much skin. Her Mulder's going to go crazy. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. See how she he looks at her. Yeah. She's being careful. Exactly. <laughs> um... And she's also wearing, like, much taller heels than she ever wears in the show. Yes. I assume to help her be in frame with Mulder, probably. And also... some high heels. Because she's sexy. And it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And she's got, like, some real cinched waists. They look like very tailored jackets in this. Yeah. They're not boxy. Not at all. Yeah. Too too much? Almost... Like, when... Most of the time it was fine, but... I don't know. There was, like, one scene, like, when they were in Texas, and she had her 
suit buttoned up and then like she had a very weird silhouette where like <laughs> waist was nothing and the rest of her was normal and it yeah. looked a little silly um <laughs> it's like an like not a curve but an angle yeah i feel like if the suit was just un unbuttoned it would have yeah. been fine yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know it's true yeah no i noticed this yeah yeah um the well-manicured man is a fancy lad always mm-hmm. <sighs> Not anymore, though. No, his waistcoat blew up. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. We did see his arm go flying. Oh, did we? I missed that. There was like an arm (laughs) that went flying. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see it. (laughs) Yeah, it blew up, and there was like an arm. (laughs) So that's very funny. Yeah, you mean tragic? I'm sorry. They're gonna the chalk outline's just gonna have an arm (laughs) over in the corner. Yes. Yes. That's sad. Um, Skelly's got white silk pajamas, of course, that she's wearing when she's in bed at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. She was born to wear silk pajamas. Kind of. Yeah. She's a classy lass. She is. Um, in the hallway scene, Mulder's got a, a nice tight-fitting blue-gray t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showing off his biceps. Doing him some favors, let's just say. Yeah. Pack some biceps. Mm-hmm. I'm looking respectfully. <laughs> Scully isn't. No. Yeah. Uh, and I guess we already talked about his Arctic wear, where he's wearing his fashionable parka with the fur-lined hood down, obviously. Unzipped. He's got to look sexy. No yeah, Unzipped, yeah. Luscious <sighs> locks floating in the wind. He was wearing gloves. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's but it. if Mulder's anything like me, his little ears are going to get cold first. Wear that hat, dude. Yeah. Get a beanie. Yeah. Come on. Or something more uh, significant. A little beanie. A little beanie. Okay. It would be better than what he was wearing now. Yes. Ears out into the Arctic air. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. In fact, I think he wore a hat in, uh, like, space. Yeah. Not space. Ice. Yeah. Um, And in uh, Gethsemane, I think he was wearing a hat. We know he owns a hat. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess he was, like, in a rush. I guess. He had time to get a parka, but they weren't selling hats. He's got a parka in his trunk. Always. (sighs) <sighs> all right which he he drove to antarctica who <laughs> is was he in his own car yeah he was in his own car interesting how else was he supposed to get there you know think i don't about know it. okay think about it i'm thinking about it come on it it's a make... layer it's a lariat oh it is come on i th- i guess we did establish that he drives a <laughs> rental car <laughs> yeah, okay always. Yeah. okay <laughs> All right. He doesn't actually own a car. He just, well, that's the trick. If he doesn't own a car, he can just rent a car and expense it to the FBI constantly. Mm, makes sense. Think about it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's three quarters of the expel's budget. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, um, shall we move on? Unless you've got anything else. Let's move on. FBI do. This is the segment where we analyze the development of the romantic relationship between the Boo crew. We do it on a doomsday clock scale where 10 minutes to midnight is far from love and zero minutes to midnight is right in that atomic blast zone of love. We can probably skip this one. Yeah, it's not really relevant. There's not a lot going on. Like, it's just a, like, a moon episode. Yeah, so normally we, like, you know, give examples from the episode at hand, but that's really only if we're going to put the boot crew on the scale Mm. and... Sometimes when it's not relevant, like you say, we don't really talk about it. So, yeah. okay. So, let's Just move on to it. Monster of okay. the Week. Okay. Okay. No. No. Uh, who's at 10 minutes to midnight in this movie? Um, The well-manicured man in life. Yeah. <laughs> I said him and the rest of the backroom boys. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Him and not being blown up. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Miss him. Miss him every day. <sighs> Who is zero minutes to midnight? 
Uh, Mulder and his belief in aliens. Yeah. We're back, baby. You saw them. You saw I them missed big it. old UFO. Oh, my God. It's been one cold season. Yeah. Without. Where's his luck? It's, it's back. It's back, baby. He just had to see a giant ass spaceship. I mean, I would also believe in aliens if I saw that, mm-hmm. to be fair. Yeah. 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 That's why Skelly did not look. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had the two cavemen at the beginning, of course. Clark and... Glorp. Glorp. Yep. Yeah. Yep. R.I.P. <laughs> All right. Well, the time has come. Where are we going to put All the right. Boo Crew on this scale for the movie? Whew. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, it's either a zero mm-hmm. or it's like a point oh 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 one it's approaching zero yeah if nothing else i yeah. feel like it should be a point oh 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 one yeah. um just like their lips yeah yeah they're recommitted to each other like <laughs> very uh seriously <laughs> i don't know they're like you know like you're the only reason that i exist and you made me a whole person yeah um etc <laughs> etc et yeah. They are going to great lengths to continue working together, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. They spend all their time talking about how much they care about each other. Oh, they were gazing. They're flirting. They were forehead touching. They were. Come on. <sighs> yeah, Mulder makes quite a quite a speech. Mm-hmm. Quite a speech. That's just your wedding vows, dude. I mean, kind of like whatever he says after this when they yeah. get married in season 7,000 yeah. um, will pale in comparison to this. Yeah, Because that was just for Skelly. He's not doing it for an audience. Oh. Well, he is for us, but you know, uh, sure, in, sure, sure. in story, he's not doing it for an audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's quite, intense. quite a, quite a, but, it is intense. Quite a moment. But the B. So then they don't actually. Oh, well, I'll have some things to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, when? Soon. Okay. Worry about it. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think point zero 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 one makes sense. I feel like it uh, uh, movie effectively captures why their relationship works so well. Um, I don't know. You know, Mulder does need Scully. She Mm -hmm. keeps him honest. He needs her, but he's got to say it because you know it's easy for her to not see that. I guess. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's sad when Scully was like, I've just held you back all this time. And Mulder's like, no, girl, you're the love of my life. What are you talking about? Yeah. Are you kidding me Aww. right now with this shit? <sighs> I don't know. I guess you did walk in on her trying to make out with him that one time and he never said anything. So what was she supposed to think? Yeah. I feel like the ball was in his court this whole time. After it's that. It's really true. Since small potatoes. Mm-hmm. He knew. Yeah. Just saying. What's a Eddie? Eddie was right. Eddie Von Blunt was right. Yeah. Mulder, make a move. Come on. It's and not that hard. Well, clearly for him it is. Well, I guess so. They have a delicate balance. I know. I know. Come on. But for the love of God. And they work together. It's inappropriate. HR is going to be all over them. <laughs> um, HR is ready. <laughs> they're they're prepared. <laughs> HR has an entire file just on them. Yeah filing cabinet hr is probably already under the impression that they're together right <laughs> that's true hr is like why haven't they filed their like marriage certificate so we can you know make sure mm-hmm. that we process them properly who are they trying to kid like we know <laughs> come on it's fine yeah 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 it's true oh hmm. well right. anyway okay that's uh that's that Buzz. 
And oh my God! What's oh my God? That's the the bee of the week. Is it electricity? <gasps> no, it's, it's a bunch a, of bees. It's a damn bee! Ah! Oh my God! Not the bees! Not the bees! <laughs> Thank you. Should I insert a little clip of? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Of Nick Cage, of course. Okay. Um, we could make it a bee of the week. Oh yeah! What was your favorite bee? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the monster of the week. Was the bee. It's that motherfucking bee. Yeah. Yeah. It's the villain of the entire series. Yeah. Couldn't Come. hold off for a little bit. No. I mean, I get that, to be fair, Mulder jostled it. He jostled it with his hand. I guess. Doesn't the bee understand romance? I think the bee does, and the bee is bitter, and so that's why it chose to sting at that moment. That is messed up. it said, I, if I can't have it, no one can. God. Yeah. Messed up. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. Mm. Fucking bees. Boo. Boo. Did we have a special guy of the week? Yeah, the fire chief. Oh, yeah, the fire chief. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Come on. He, he died so early. What about my man? He didn't even die. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's mourning his Texan men, though. I guess if you were like a small fire crew or whatever you call it, and mm-hmm. four of your men died of jellification, that would be a bummer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yikes. Mm. All because they went into a hole. Anyway, that's what happens. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's move on to our favorite scene or moment from the movie. Do you, uh, can you pick one? There's so many. There's double the amount of scenes that we normally have. So I don't know if you could pick a scene or moment. There are a lot of scenes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, not to be not to be basic or anything, but look, it's the hallway scene. Come, come, on, on. come on. It's iconic. Basic. It's a romantic. Embarrassing. Whatever. Chris Carter does not approve of this message. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um it's a good one. Yeah. I mean, the B dome scene is good. The mm-hmm. spaceship is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's you know the declaration of love. Wow, yeah. embarrassing. Sorry. Sorry. Whoa, do you have feelings? Not to be lame or anything. That's but... humiliating. I like them. I don't. Sorry. I didn't like when they almost kissed. <laughs> and I was cheering for the bee. I know you were. Yeah. I was laughing. I you was were laughing. laughing. I was laughing at the bee yes. for sure. Um. Yes, you did burst into hysterical laughter. It was very funny. Yes. To be fair. In yes. in. My defense. Mm-hmm. It was very funny. Yes, yes, yes. Comedic timing. <laughs> Come on. Uh-huh. Come on. I mean, it was so close. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> but sad and it, uh, horrifying. But pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy, yeah, like the bee dome scene and especially the corn helicopter chase. Mm-hmm was quite good. It was very spooky, a good set piece. It did feel like the X-Files, you know, they're running through corn. You got spooky corn stuff. We love corn stuff on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's night. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. There's alien domes and there's black helicopters with searchlights nice. searching for our guy and gal. And they get separated. They're screaming Skelly. They're screaming Mulder. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, and then, of course, the hallway scene. Forget about it. It's cute. Sweet. Come on. It's a summary of their entire relationship up to this point. Yeah. And I look forward to them continuing to be platonic lovers like this. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Most definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Well, now it's time. It's come to the moment where we have to rate the movie. 
Wait, before we rate the movie, okay. do we have to add up all our points? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we had, what, six fan service points? Something like that. Two Amanda and Ella fan service points yeah. and negative 20 yeah, I think so. fan disservice points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're not coming out ahead, are we? So I think we're in the negatives. Yeah, we are in the negatives. Okay. But all right. that's what happened. Yeah. I we didn't. So. We did not at any point in mm-hmm. this film get Skinner without a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. What was up with that? But come on. Give the people what they want. That's what they want. I know. So that's negative 21. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I feel like everything up until the B counts as 20 points and then the B counts as negative 20. So like, are we at zero again? Wash, yeah. Okay. But we're negative one for Skinner not taking a shirt off. (laughs) Yes. So we're down to five. (laughs) Wasn't there another fan disservice moment? Uh, There was I guess just the concept of eyebrows. Or not eyebrows, sorry. Um, The guy existing. Alvin. Alvin. That's pretty bad. That was that was an Amanda Nello. Oh, that was an Amanda Nello one. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Um, well, there was another one, wasn't there? There was. Shoot. I don't know. Oh well. Well, so a grand total of four yeah. fan service points. Yeah. And two Amanda and Ella fan service points. Yeah. Although I feel like are we at a negative five because Skinner didn't take his shirt off? I'm troubled by it. Yeah. He didn't do a single drug. <laughs> he didn't go to Ibiza. No. We were going all over the world. Yeah. Come on. We couldn't have stopped in just for a little bit. One shot of him like on the beach with his shirt off, sipping a nice little drink with an umbrella in it. Okay. Now, what would have been better is if, you know, we go through the movie like we were, you know, aliens, whatever, Mulder and Scully get involved. And then we go to Ibiza, Skinner's sitting on the beach. We like pan up. We don't see his face. And then we see him, you know, the whole, the reveal. He's lounging on a beach chair. He's got a mojito. He gets a call on his cell phone and they're like, those dumbasses are back at it again. We need you. He gets on a plane. And that's how he's introduced. Yes. I mean, that's how I would introduce him if I were writing this movie. Yeah. That's the Mm -hmm. character defining moment. Mm -hmm. If they even cared. They don't. They even care. They don't even care. Oh my god! It is. I mean, I assume we'll talk about this in a second. There was a shocking lack of Skinner in this movie. <laughs> there was. Yeah, this is actually. He did basically nothing. This is actually a plot point. Yeah, should we just yeah. go into rating right, the let's movie? Do it. Let's let's talk about rating the movie, which we do on a scale of zero to five alien head emojis, which we'll do at the end after we talk about it for a while. What the heck? Okay, yeah, Skinner. Let's just talk about it. Okay, he's barely in it. I f- also I feel like the lack of like there's almost no characters in it. Yeah. There's Mulder, there's Scully, there's Skinner, who doesn't do much. There's a cigarette smoking man, well manicured man. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. Lone gunman for like a second. Yeah. But that's I think that's it. Yeah. Right? Strange. No, uh I mean not that I'm like mourning Diana not being in this, but <laughs> considering she like almost died and then we didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, I mean, spender. the movie was filmed a season before she was introduced, know, which is the I real know, reason, but yeah. it's still strange. Clearly. Um, no Marita no as Marita, a winter soldier. Which I was very disappointed by. No steering wheels flying <laughs> off even once, which was strange. <laughs> yeah. Frankly. Messed up. No Tina. No Margaret. No Samantha. Yeah. Who else? There's other characters. No Kimberly, for God's sakes. No Kimberly. <laughs> God. Oh, no, no, no fill the phone guy even. We got British fill the phone guy. Yeah, that's true. Which was cool too. If that's not enough for you. <clears throat> no cry check? No cry check. Yeah. 
which is sad. fine. No Bill Mulder, or sorry, Bill Skelly, which was sad. That's not or sad. Bill Mulder. No, no, no. I would have taken Bill Mulder. Uh, <laughs> I would have taken Scuba Bill. But thank you. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No Scuba Bill. Yeah. Not a single mention of snorkeling. No. What the hell. They don't even say like, "I knew your father when we snorkeled <laughs> together in the Olympics." Yeah. The heck. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was interesting in that regard because the scope and scale of it obviously felt very big. The, I mean, you know, even just the shots were bigger <laughs> than the square that was allowed on TV. Uh, the set pieces were bigger. There were bigger stunts and all that. But I guess not the the cast budget <laughs> was not bigger, yeah. apparently. So it it feels expansive and at the same time, like kind of a contraction of the story, which makes sense if it's supposed to be potentially bringing in new fans Mm -hmm. you don't want to overwhelm them with a bunch of people but i think if you watch this you would come away having no idea who skinner was or that he was even important Mm -hmm. just kind of funny yeah Mm. i don't know oh well but you know i'm i'm dubious that a new fan would enjoy this like i assume it was designed to be at least somewhat accessible to them yes but having trouble imagining it yeah it it feels like it was sort of catered more towards a general audience but like it's still so wrapped up in the x-files mythology that it it feels like it would just be kind of confusing for someone off the street yeah so i feel like i wish that they would have catered more towards yeah the existing fans given us more of our special little guys just accepted it yeah i don't know yeah but they were doing what they could. They did. It did. I mean, I'm sure people have said this before. It was just like a long episode mm-hmm. with more budget, which yeah. is good. I mm-hmm. mean, not a complaint. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I feel like we're getting all the bad stuff out of there. Yeah. First. It was good. I like that. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> um, am I starting? I'll start. Uh, sure. Go for it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good. There's scale. There's mm-hmm. drama. There's sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does just feel like a very long episode, which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. Wish more of the X-Files characters had been in it. Um, wish there had been more Skinner, but that's okay. Um, I do like the set design in the alien ship at the very end. Um, it, I guess the increased budget does make it feel like the story has a much bigger scope. You know, love Mulder and Scully in the movie. Love their flirting. Love their almost kiss. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, very funny. Mm-hmm. And it's great before that. Um, hate to see my man go. The well-manicured yes. man. <sighs> did the hand that went flying <gasps> off the car, did we see those nails? Oh. How are they looking? I don't know. What if there had just been like a little lens flare? sparkle when it flew off to show that it was well manicured okay again if we had been writing this yep Mm -hmm. definitely okay um yeah it's kind of fun to see Mulder and Scully like investigating when they can't rely on the usual x-files they have to go into like different channels um it feels like we did get like a lot of concrete mythology information this time Mm -hmm. um it's just like a fun time I did enjoy it uh, I wish there had been more Terry O'Quinn because I love him. Yeah, he blew up pretty fast. Yeah. He could have taken... Now, if he had played Martin Landau's character, mm-hmm. hello. But we've already cut that guy out because the well-manicured man uh, makes more sense. Fine. So we got to have Terry O'Quinn be like... He can play Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Skinner can be someone else. Sure. Why not? 
Yeah. Let's just let's just have everybody swap roles. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's for new fans. It's yeah, fine. they don't know. Yeah, they have no idea. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That would be, would be a best Mulder replacement. Um, <laughs> it's a tough question. I feel like I feel like Marita could do it because mm-hmm. she's so dour. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like she she's not the funny answer, but she does have the capacity to do it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but who could be Scully? Scully is obviously. Skinner. Skinner. I feel like he's like serious. Yeah. You know? Professional. I feel like that's why Scully and Skinner clash so much because they are kind of similar. Yeah, they're too similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Skinner and Marita, I would watch that. Yeah, sure. Forget about it. Um, love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It's a fun time. I'm Given it, uh, now, I am waffling mm. between a four and a four and a half. Mm. What's your heart say? I feel like as an episode, it would be a four, but like it's a whole ass movie and it's got a lot of scale. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my heart is going to give it a four and a half. And you should do that. I feel like if I was rating this as like a movie, like not talking about the mm. X-Files, if I was just like rating this as a movie... It might be like a three and a half. Yeah. But like as part of the X-Files, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. You need so. the context and the background and the footnotes. But yes. if you have those. So real rating, maybe three and a half, but X-Files rating four and a half. Nice. All right. Nice. That's beautiful. Um, yes. I also had a, a great time watching it. It was nice to get some answers about colonization and also to get some increased stakes as we realized that things are not quite going as planned and perhaps the syndicate is realizing this as well. We'll see how that goes. I can't believe they were used. Oh my God. I can. Um, I don't necessarily like love that Skelly got damsel and distressed again. Yeah. Um, and got rescued by Big Man Mulder. Uh, but I don't know. It. I feel like I give them a lot of um, leeway because I like them enough that I'm like, that's fine. Because I love Mulder, like, you know, going through, you know, hell to get Skelly back mm-hmm. because I like them. But yeah. like pulling out of that as just a story beat. She's she gets abducted a lot. She sure does. She's always getting abducted. That is a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah. It'd be kind of nice if she didn't. Um, what if Scully was the one who saved Mulder? Just kidding. That we can't happen. have that. Exactly. <laughs> I guess he's like got the black oil vaccine, so they couldn't do it. So that's why. Yeah, but I think they forgot about that. I know. So. There's no way they remember this. Um, and it's like I I do get why Scully wants to quit. <laughs> she she does get abducted a lot. Mm-hmm, I feel like mm-hmm. I would have quit this job yeah. a while ago too. Um, but you know, her, her body's always being used for evil alien stuff. I know. She already had Emily. Now should they want to grow an evil alien in her? I don't think so. Are you kidding me? She's going to kill it. <laughs> She'll take it out. Yeah. It's not going to survive. She's got her gun ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do love also the kind of return of Skelly not seeing X-Files events. Uh, I feel like it's been a while <laughs> that was since kind she's of like funny. noticeably like walked into the room right after an X-File stopped happening and stuff. So that was mm-hmm. good. Uh, do wish Skinner had done more. I think it would have been nice and 
impossible to include him more thoroughly unless they needed Mitch Pileggi for the show, potentially. Possible. I don't know. It felt like all his scenes were filmed on like one day. Yeah. On one set. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Two sets. FBI and the hospital. The, the hospital. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> hospital. The hospital. <laughs> he wasn't the hospital. You're right. Oh, my God. It was two sets. Yeah. Good. He was in hospital. So get it right. Sorry. <laughs> You're right. Um, I also didn't love that the well-manicured man gave Mulder a ride in a car with a a car bomb rigged into it, but that's fine. That's just a safety concern. Nothing yeah, else. Sure. Uh, I am glad the lone gunman got to make an appearance. If no one else, you know, at least they got a little scene. Um, yeah. Getting more answers about black oil was cool. Uh, Do they need a special camera? Cause I feel like every time the lone gunmen show up, like all three of them are in the shot. Yeah. So do they need a, like a lone gunman camera that's just a little wider? Yeah, they have like a wide angle lens yeah. just for them. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, they're so cute. Um, and yeah, I don't know. So okay, so okay, okay. So they were breeding Emily and her ilk yes. to make a race of humans who are immune to black oil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So they they were using because she's a ha- human alien hybrid and yeah. they're immune. Okay. Okay. And so Samantha, they were trying to turn into a hu- human alien hybrid or have her give birth to human alien hybrids. Turn her into how do they how okay so they can uh... do clones and they can do hybrids and those are two different things. I mm, I feel like they were. Trying to save her by using her DNA to create mm. an, a clone of okay. her. So maybe the original Samantha did not make it, mm. but she will live on as a clone. This gets into some dicey territory about what identity is and yeah. what it means to be you. I think so. Hmm. But Interesting. I mean, that's a, I think that's what's going on. I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I trying to step away from it and just seeing it as a movie in and of itself. I think it is a, you know, a spooky, fun, paranoid, cynical government conspiracy sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got good set pieces. Um, I feel like they do a good job of setting up the boot crew. Uh, you know, they got their cute flirting at the beginning so that even if you didn't know them, it wouldn't be coming out of left field when they have the hallway scene and you see the motivation for why Mulder is so desperate to save her mm-hmm. at the end. Um, so I don't know. That's a testament to Duchovny and Anderson's chemistry, I assume, beyond just the history of the characters that we've got. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a great time, you know, and I'm going to give it a four out of five as the alien head emojis as an X-File rating. All right. I'd probably give it a three as a movie All independent right. of knowing who these characters are. Feels a, right. sol- a solid sci-fi flick. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Feels yeah, about right. They probably could have done more fan service, but then it probably would have been insufferable, so I don't know. Maybe? They could have done more... Yeah, more characters <laughs> and stuff. I think if they yeah. had had them like do a full-on make-out sesh, it would have been weird. Well, <laughs> maybe not that So kind, that level but of like fan more, Yes, yes. But actual callbacks or references to the show that were more for the fans, they could have done that. Yeah. I feel like definitely if like they were making this movie 
these days, it would be way more catered towards the existing fans. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. But that's okay. You know, they made a choice and they chose it and it was fine. Okay. Um, all right. That's a rating. So we got, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Before we move on, do we have to talk about if we were writing the movie? What oh. the movie would be? Well, I guess I sort of did that with my stuff last week. You did but Marita. If, but if you've got stuff, you should do it. Um, I don't have anything specific. I guess, you know, introducing Skinner on Ibiza is mm-hmm. crucial. That, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like uh, Marita's The Winter Soldier. I do. I did want Mulder to become a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I oh, mean, yes. Because the firefighters were so important in this movie. Yes. And Mulder's afraid of fire. Maybe that's why he shows so, like, the X-Files get shut down. So he becomes a firefighter instead. And that's how he stumbles across this. Mm-hmm. So then we can get rid of Alvin. Yes. He doesn't need Alvin. Get out of here. I don't know. I will say that obviously it makes sense for the movie storyline, but within the canon of the show, Mulder would have been a much bigger sad sack in this episode than he was. (laughs) Or sorry, this movie. Mm -hmm. Because he's just like flirting with Skelly on a roof. I feel like he would still be catatonic because the X-Files burned down. Yeah. I mean, it's been, I guess it's been a couple months, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I guess he somehow wrangled an assignment where he got to hang out with Scully. That's so true. Maybe that's, that's enough. part of it. That's probably enough. Or maybe he's just covering up his deep, uh, so his soul deep sadness mm-hmm. in front of Scully by pretending to be happy. I guess he's always done that. Yeah, I guess to so. To be fair. And yeah. I guess the X-Files, it's all we've seen of his life. But I guess that was only five years of his life. He did have other stuff going on before. Technically, oh. I get he was banging sluts like Diana. Whoa, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, that was during the X Files. Before that, he was hanging out with Reggie. So he had now Reggie life. would have been yeah. in the movie mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. We would have had a flashback scene. Yes, uh, thank Reggie, you for sure. More explicit chili slide. They sh- <laughs> they showed him on a chili slide, but they like edited out the chili or something because yeah, it wasn't on camera. Sick of all the CGI in right? movies. Put thank the chili you. back in. <laughs> Stop taking out the chili. God. Well, it's a good color for easily taking out because it's you know brown. No human skin is brown or anything, so it's like how a green screen, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's really easy to Photoshop chili on. Sure, sure, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it just has to be real chili, then. <sighs> real chili. Hmm. You're going to gunk up that alien spaceship, though. That's true. Yeah. The aliens came for the chili. Did Obviously. the aliens invent chili? Why? I don't know, because they were on Cause planet they had a Earth slide. first. Yeah, did they bring chili to planet Earth? <laughs> um... I don't know. Chili feels too like homey and mm. and wholesome yeah. and delicious for these yeah. aliens. They're like very like matrixy in their little like ice blocks. I feel like yeah, they look like little alien batteries. <gasps> Wait, I th- feel like the Amish aliens mm. could have invented chili. Oh, obviously the mm. Amish aliens would be in it. Yeah, it's yes, <laughs> yes. it's not about these no. aliens. It's about the Amish aliens, <laughs> the ones we cared about. Yes. Yes. I miss them. And every then Krychek could reprise his role as that guy. Mm-hmm. 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 It'll be part of it. Yeah. Um, we get more crop circles. More crop circles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't even have to say it. 
Ellen Bledsoe would have been in it oh, as a major character. Of course. She would crack the case, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Forget about Mulder and Scully. They're side characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how like we had the kind of two scenes at the beginning that didn't involve them before we finally saw Mulder and Scully? Yep, yep, yep. That would have kept going, because it just would have been about <laughs> Ellen Bledsoe. Of course. A day in the life. Yeah. Maybe um, they would show up at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have like a moving... Uh, exploration of her life and like her family and you know like her dedication to her work and uh, you know all that Mm -hmm. so um, yeah I like that I like that just like the episode of The Last of Us where we take a break from the main characters and just explore all of Ellen Bledsoe's life and love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and it's stirring and people love it It because everybody loves Ellen Bledsoe they do I mean, we have data to back that up. Yeah. So. You guys voted for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For her. Then. For her. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Her. Um, All right. Cool. Okay. That sounds good. That's a movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. In the bag. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that all we have to say about the X-Files Fight the Future? I think so. Released in 1998. Directed by Rob Bowman. Yes. Uh, I'll have more at some point later, but okay. that's all I have for now. All right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, next week we will be jumping into season six. Hey. Woo! Represent. Represent. Um, we'll be talking about season six, episode one, the beginning. We had the end. Now we're gonna have the beginning. And in between, a little movie. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. If you'd like to send us any questions or comments, you can do so at skellynationpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at skellynationpod on both of those. And our music, intro and outro music, was by Groovemaster Putz, and you can get more of their music on Bandcamp. Um, also, if you're enjoying our show, please consider giving us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. And tell your friends, tell your family, and tell... Your man that you're sending down into the uh, cold open hole about the podcast because they may be about to die, but they will have time to listen to at least a couple seconds. They'll be able to download it and boost our numbers. For sure. For sure. That's all that matters. Yeah. 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 Yep. What about my man? (laughs) Anyway, I've been your host, Amanda. And I have been Ella. And remember, trust no one except for us. Movie edition. Exactly. That's the advice that we got from the well-manicured man in this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about the little uh, deep throat callback. Or I guess we did. We did. We said it. We said it out loud. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't delve into it. You know, we, we could do 20 more minutes easy. <laughs> nah. All right. Bye. Bye. The end. Bye.